This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own, homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, oh, baby. Oh, shit, it's our turn, baby. Oh, no! Oh, yes. Stop in a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. All right. What's up, everybody? Hey everybody! Welcome well, to the Lemon City Live podcast, episode one seventy. I, f- I fired Edwin and I hired the Water Boy's daddy. Oh, Roberto! Roberto, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did you get this voice from, Edwin? Well, I have no idea. I just started talking like this, and it just come natural. Yeah, I think Cindy punched you in the face, and I then think so. maybe, maybe, <laughs> I should, maybe I said some things I shouldn't have said. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say I had it coming to me. <laughs> probably. You probably did. You probably did. Oh, by the way, it's episode 178. I had the numbers confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you say? I think I said 77. Oh. No, yeah. no. 178, bro. Everybody 178. This is crazy. Welcome we got to... so... Yo, we're... Can't we're, wait. We're oh. creeping up on 200 real quick, yeah, man. man. Don't be fe- festive. Wait, hold on. Festivus for the rest of us? Is that yeah. what you're going to say? No, I was going to say how many... T- how we need 22. 20- 22 yes. to get to 200? That's like 22 weeks away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, assuming we do a show every week Man. between now and then, which we're not because we're not doing a show next week. It's Christmas. Hey, Siri. <laughs> what day is it 22 weeks from now? No shit, Edwin. Ooh, so it what says May it? 19th. Mm, so May 19th. If we uh, give or take, we're probably going to miss a couple episodes. I say by June. <laughs> <laughs> I say by June we'll be celebrating 200. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's I'll still be close. talking like this too. It's crazy. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lose all of our listener. No, I think this. I think we turned the page here with uh, with this new uh, episode 178. Oh, that's that's into the intern, ladies and gentlemen. She's just cheering the song over here. She's having a good time. She's wrapping gifts, watching Home Alone. It's Christmas time in Lemon City, baby. It is. It is. <laughs> This is just a gift that keeps on giving. God damn. Oh, yeah. Because last Christmas, I gave you my thong. Oh. <laughs> what did you give him? My thong. Uh, your thong? <laughs> damn. <laughs> what did it smell like, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, smell like Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Y'all will meet Bernard later. <laughs> oh, yeah. So on today's show, we're going to be talking. Tonard? What? Oh, Tonard. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Tanard's twin, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have TD joining us in a little bit. Yep. We're also going to have Daniel Alvarez talking some high stove baseball for all the baseball fans out here today because there's a lot of stuff going. Look at that. It's all going and thing. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I want to see how long I can go like this. I'm going to try to make a record out of it. Maybe. I don't no. think you should. You don't think I should? Nah. Should we just start the whole show over? No. No, that's right. We're going to keep going. 178. It's going to be popping. Yes. Tell me, Gus. 
<laughs> Bro, can we move it along, guys? <laughs> I can't go anymore with this, man. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. What's it's Christmas time, and you like Christmas time at Hollis Queens? That's your song. That is my song. It's my like, favorite Christmas yeah, song. Yeah, I kind of, I like some Christmas songs, but you know what? I want to talk about Christmas movies. Okay. I put on our Instagram today. Did you see what I did? Yeah, I you voted. You saw that? You voted? I did. You probably voted against me. I did. Because you, you hate me. I don't hate you. I just think you're wrong a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, vo- I put out a poll and I said, what are the top three Christmas movies? Well, I didn't even put out a poll. I just said my three. Yeah, you didn't. And then you said, agree or not. So. I agree or not. That's it. Yeah. It I take the, I'm, I'm taking the field on this one. This I, one. <laughs> but I think it was a good three choices, though. I think I had three good good nominees. I mean. Well, okay. But. I think my number one is undisputed. It's Jingle All the Way. No, that's why I, I voted against you. That's why you're wrong. No, bro. Jingle All know. the Way is not the best that's Christmas movie. That's the best movie. Christmas movie. You're insane. Oh, my God. You're insane. Who told you you can eat my cookies? Okay, that just because you can do an Arnold accent Terrible doesn't make man. it a good movie. Ah, that movie was good. No, seriously, that movie's a shit. Yeah, it's a fun movie, but it's not the best Christmas movie, bro. It is. I no think way, so. Man. It's like everything Christmas rolled up into one, and you get Arnold, and you get Sinbad, and you get a parade, you get cookies. No one can Wait a hear minute. you. You just said you get Sinbad, like that's an amazing thing. Oh, come on. Having Sinbad is a great thing. He's great. He was Come in on. that movie, remember? You, you can't win a conversation. Oh, yeah, the genie movie. He plays a genie. That's a real movie. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. No, I think Jingle All the Way is a very good Christmas movie. It is, but it's not the best Christmas movie of all time. Okay, so what's the best for you? Home Alone. That's it? Home Alone, um, Die Hard. <laughs> we had to, I think we do this uh, every year. Every year, Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie by default, by some weird technicality, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's not, not a not traditional it's Christmas not, movie. No, no, it's no, not no. even about being traditional. It's not even top five for me. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Die, die Hard is not even in my top five Die Hard movies. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that funny. one out. That is pretty funny. Are there five? Are there more than five Die Hard movies? Um, There's Die Hard, Die Hard 2, uh-huh. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Yes. Live Free or Die Hard. Uh-huh. Where's the one that he goes to Russia? A Good Day to Die Hard. Ah, so there are five. Is there another one? Am, am I missing one? I feel like there's another one. Man, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, Sydney Inter's looking there's, it up. There's Die with a Heart on. Yes. Five. Oh, there's only five? Ah. Uh, so there is no like Die with a Heart movies? on. <laughs> and it's definitely not in my top five, Die Hard 1. Actually, what? Uh-huh. No one can hear you. Come to a mic. Die Hard. Okay, I'll, I'll translate. Die Hard. Die, die Hard 2. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Live Free yes. or Die Hard. A Good, a good uh-huh. Day to Die Hard. Die Hard Year One. Oh, oh. that one's Wait, coming is that out. out. Is that out yet? I don't think so. I think that's an upcoming movie. Oh. Wait, a prequel. Who, is that young Bruce Willis? Who's yeah. going to play young Bruce Willis? Is it? Gordon Levy Hewitt. Yeah. Didn't he already do young yeah. Bruce Willis once? Yeah. Yeah. He did good in that one. You remember that one? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, they, was it Looper? They, like, I think that was Looper. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that was, that was the first movie. movie where they like CGI'd someone's face to make him look different. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah. That what, was, are you, what are you finding out there, Stindy? That was crazy. You find anything? No. McLean. Oh, the movie's going to be called McLean. Nice. All right. Nice. I dig I like it. it. Which is your favorite Die Hard movie? Bro, to be Just honest, the, the number one. Number one hard movie. is easy, easy what with a it? vengeance. 
Yeah, with yeah. the vengeance. Why? With the vengeance, part three, bro. Samuel Jackson uh, and uh, Simon says, "Go to the tower and get the coins." You know, like whatever yeah, this guy. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Irons is great. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, I'll go live free or die hard. I like that one. That's not, that's my favorite one. I like that one. That one was yeah. good. It was a nice. Uh, it was funny. It was yeah with yeah. the with the the Mac guy. Yeah. Um, what's Justin his name? Long. Jason, the, Justin Long. Yeah. yeah, he's good. And then the also uh, Kevin Smith is in it. Yes, he's the he's warlock. The warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lives in his mom's basement. That was so good. That one was good. And then the, the one after it, uh, number five. I, don't, I think oh, I saw a piece they? of it. I didn't see day. that one. I saw a piece of it. I didn't finish seeing it. But yeah, the three and four are one and two for me. And okay. then the other three go whatever order. I'm All not right. big on the other ones. The old ones, I'm like, eh. Yeah. But you look a nightmare before. Okay, Sydney's oh. favorite Christmas movie is A Nightmare, a nightmare Before, before Christmas. Christmas. Oh, that's one that's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. Way to get creepy. Okay. Yeah. Um, how the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch. Call choice. Yeah. I tend to think. Yeah. What? Let me. Let me. Let me see. What are some? Because you know, I think my mind is. Oh, we, nobody mentioned Elf, which was my number three movie. Oh, Elf. I think I like Elf better than Home Alone. Yeah. yeah oh. Office uh, Christmas Party. Office Christmas Party. Very good movie. Yeah. Very funny Office movie. Office Christmas Party is pretty funny. Uh, let me see. Best. Hmm. What else Christmas. is there? Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm, solid. You know, Gremlins. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Really? Oh, I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. I I, ha- I have a memory of a gremlin wearing a Santa hat. Oh yeah. Yeah, I said Elf. Elf uh, yeah, we said Elf. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think there's a Christmas Leprechaun movie. Is there a uh, Christmas Leprechaun movie? I think so. <laughs> is that what you're going with? Yeah. <laughs> what about Bad Santa? Eh, bad Santa. Huh? The Santa Claus, yeah. The Santa Claus. The Muppets oh, Christmas. That's a good one. Uh, Love Actually. Yeah, I'm oh, saying something. Love Actually is a Christmas movie? Yeah. Never seen it. Somebody Christmas. posted on Facebook recently that they faced, that they hate that movie. Yeah. I think it was you. <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas know, with the you Cranks. You need a microphone, babe. I'm telling you, you got to have it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Oh, how about how about this one? Um, which one? Jack Frost. Oh, Jack Frost. Which one? The the nice one or the evil Jack Frost? There's two like of them. It. Just go with the evil one, bro. Nice. I like it. Oh, did you ever watch The Night Before with um? No, I didn't like it. I started watching. It's um oh god uh young Bruce Willis and uh, Seth Rogen. You remember that one? No. Bro. Wait, young Bruce Willis and Seth Rogen? Yeah. Those are from two totally different times. Young Bruce Willis is like early 90s. No, young Bruce Willis from Looper. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. on, bro. Gus, I thought we were on the same page. I, th- I no. thought we were on the same page, you guys. No, bro. You're all over the place yeah, today. All over. I don't know what kind of drugs you did, but I yeah. want some. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that guy. He's a little crazy. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I think my top three is solid. Jingle all the way. Nah. Easy number one. Home Alone. Wait, we're what? missing one. What? Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I forgot a good one here. Oh, you ready for this? I'm ready. Ernest Saves Christmas. Ooh. I like, hey, hey, look at that. Is that wrapping paper? Like uh, comic wrapping no, that's paper there? that's shoebox. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, that's awesome. I want, I want wrapping paper that looks like that. Yeah, way to sidetrack everything here. I'm but. sorry. I just, I, that completely <laughs> caught me off guard. I was just looking at it. I was like, holy shit, that's the coolest looking wrapping paper I've ever seen in my life. 
It's like a seventies comic and like a black exploit black exploitation film comic. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, because the ladies' man was in that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my name's Leon Searcy. Well, not, not Leon Searcy. What was his name? Leon Searcy's a football player. Yeah. <laughs> There we Leon go. Phelps, Leon Phelps. Leon Phelps. <laughs> My name's Leon Phelps. You're listening to The Ladies Man. Yeah, the Ladies Man. What about The Grinch? That looks like a, that was a good movie. He, the Grinch. Cindy, the Cindy, Cindy said The Grinch. Yeah, he was just a happy guy that just, you know, wanted to take Christmas away. Do you like Jim Carrey's Grinch or the newer one that came out recently? Oh, it's tough, man. You can't, you can't, like, surpass oh, you gotta Jim go Carrey. with Jim Carrey. Yeah, right? yeah. Speaking of Jim Carrey, there is a video that is going around uh-huh. social media. Yes. That. Blew my mind. Okay. Did you know? I did. You did? No. Did you know? I need some music for this. Gus, play some music. Man. Play something. Give me anything. Just play a noise. All right, go. Did you know, Gus, that in the movie Liar Liar, starring Jim Carrey, there is a special secret cameo by none other than Fire Marshal Bill. That's amazing. Did you know that? I did not know that. Dude, I didn't Where? know that. Fire Marshal Bill is in the movie. Okay, so if you haven't seen this, Google it. It's like 10, 15 seconds long, okay? Uh-huh. It's uh, in the scene at the end, you know, with the whole airport scene, and they're taking him away because yeah. after he crashed and everything, you know, I'll be Jose Canseco or whatever it was. Uh-huh. He's screaming. Um, as they're wheeling him away in the stretcher, they they zoom into the wife and the new husband and they're talking to like a a, a, a medic or something. Mm-hmm. In the background is Jim Carrey in the crowd of people like on a cell phone with a fire marshal hat <laughs> doing the fire marshal bill face, just going hang 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 like no that, dude. Shit. Yes, as they're wheeling uh, uh, Jim Carrey yeah. away, dude. It what? was so good, bro. Fuck. I had no clue. I have to see that. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. Let's do magic of uh of uh of our of our podcast here. All right. So through the magic of technology, Gus. Yep. What did you think of that? That blew my mind. That's insane. I can't believe I've never seen that before. And it's so obvious. It is. He's like right there. He's right in the glasses. That's what like makes it. Like two people behind behind the the claws coming at you. What's his name? Carrie Ills. Ills. I can never say his last name. That's who it was. Cindy. Cindy was asking her. Carrie Ills. Carrie Ills. I can't say his last name. Ills. That's the guy. Were you asking me about that? L Wes. How do you say his name? Ills. 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 The, uh, Something like that. E W E S. Yeah, sure. Harry I, think, I, think, I thought there was an L in there. I thought it was. I thought it was E L W E S. I don't know. How do you pronounce that shit? Anyway, who cares? But we know who we're talking about. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, okay. how, bro? We're men in tights. <laughs> we're men. Men. Happy men. We're men <laughs> in tights. We steal from the rich. We give to the poor. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> oh man. But oh. Um, but yeah, dude, that should trip me out. And I, I seriously, I, I came across the video like a few days ago and I was just like, oh my God, how did I never notice this? Which makes me wonder, I wonder if like what other movies, little Easter eggs like that, you know, that shit oh, always yeah. trips me out, bro. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah, that, that I think, man, speaking of Jim Carrey, top five, is Liar Liar in your top five, Jim Carrey? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. No? I don't know. You got five. 
other movies better than Liar Liar? I don't know. You put me on the spot. I'm going to have to think about that. Ah, I mean, a- He's Ace got a good catalog. Ace Ventura 1 and 2 are both above Liar Liar. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. what a, I can't, I got I, cable guy, oh, cable guy. Yeah. Cable guy. Dumb and dumber. Ooh. Oh man. Dumb and yeah, dumber. So I got, all I got to do is think of one more. Oh, uh, uh, once bitten, once bitten. You've never seen once bitten. No. bro. That's like never his first movie. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it was earth girls are easy. Oh man. I forgot <laughs> about that one. I forgot about that one. No, I like, uh, no, there's, there's one that I'm definitely putting up there, which I love. One of my big favorite movies of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine, of the Spotless Mind. Oh yeah, bro, that's a it's a it's a make you think rom romantic yeah. sci-fi yeah. comedy. But bro, about it's Truman good. Show, huh? Truman Show. Truman Show is a good one. Yeah. I don't know if I have it up my top five. Oh. Let me see. Me, myself, and Irene. Yes, God, definitely, Jesus. definitely be above liar liar for sure. Oh yeah, Hands yeah, down. yeah. Hold on, hold on. That's Jim up there, bro. Carrey That's one of his all time. That's one of his all time yes. greatest oh, performances. Oh, for sure. Me, myself, and Irene. Bro, yeah. I think we're overlooking some like real big ones here. Oh, bro. Okay, the this is Andy, where you're gonna be. You're Andy, gonna be uh, mad. No. what's the movie where he played? Yeah, Andy, Man uh, on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah, dude, you're forgetting someone. Smoking. Oh, the mask. Oh, the mask. This is a hard one, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. Oh, what about Batman Forever? My favorite Batman movie. That's not his movie, though. But he was the star, bro. That Riddler, Edward Enigma. Yeah. That was like such a perfect character portrayal by him. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh, man. Here's another good one Fun with Dick and Jane. I fun love with fun Dick with Jane. Dick yeah, and Jane. Not bad. That's a good, funny Jim Carrey being like the. Is what? that is that with uh, what's her name? Tia Leone or Oh, Leone. Tia Leone. Okay, okay. Tony, Tony Leone. What's her name? Tia. 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 Yeah. Bro. Like like Tia. Tia Leone. Tia <laughs> Leone. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. I oh, never saw my. that. Mr. Popper's Penguins. What the fuck is that? Oh no! But here's another one. I see your once bitten movie. Bro, here's another good one. Oh, man, this is hard because I like this movie a lot. I think it's a very, excuse me, it's not in the top five, but it's it gets some votes. Honorable mention? Honorable mention because uh-huh. I think it's a very underrated movie. I love The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Never seen it. What? No. Bro, it's, it's very mm-hmm. underrated. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what it is? no idea. Okay, Burt Wonderstone is uh, Steve Farrell and Steve Buscemi are... A like a they're magicians. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve okay. Carell and Steve Buscemi uh-huh. are magicians that are like partners. So it's kind of like Siegfried and Roy. Okay. But uh, Steve Carell is like the more like the he he looks. They make him look more like a David Copperfield, and this uh-huh. guy's like his assistant. But they're like they work together. They're mm-hmm. magicians, and it's about it's a movie about magicians that are like in a dying industry. Yeah. Right. And uh, Steve Carell still thinks of himself like he's incredible, the incredible Burt Wonderstone, that's his name. And he's like this David Copperfield thing and everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's a new guy on the scene. And he Jim goes Carrey. by, it's Jim Carrey, where he plays a character based off of Chris Angel and David Blaine and all oh. the street magicians. <laughs> yeah. And it is so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> like, Jim Carrey is so good at that part. Like, just to give you a little a little snippet, there's he, he's doing this whole, like, um, uh, magic on the street thing and everybody's watching mm-hmm. and Burt Wonderstone comes by and he's like oh pick a card and he does the whole thing and then he starts doing the crazy eyes like David Blaine yeah. and he pulls out a freaking knife and he just cuts his face <laughs> 
And all of a sudden he goes, is this your card? And he pulls it out of his <laughs> cheek, bro. Like, what the fuck? And then the whole thing is like mind rape. Was that what it was called? I think it was. That's <laughs> like hashtag mind rape. And bro, he is so good as like, think about it. Chris Angel, yeah, David yeah. Blaine. Those mix motherfuckers it together. are weird. Oh, that's a good one, man. I forgot about that one. Um, What other ones do we have here? Ooh, no, that's it, I think. David Blaine has got to be the driest motherfucker in the world, huh? Yeah, he's weird, man. How does he do sleight of hand? I feel like he doesn't move at all. I don't know. You know what's Maybe he's an actual demon. I feel like a lot <laughs> I feel like I've gone back and watched some of his old card tricks and some of his old specials. Uh-huh. And I feel like we got duped by a lot of like camera editing and stuff like yeah. that back in the day. Could be. But I think some of the stuff he's done recently. Hey. It's pretty freaking crazy, bro. I'm I don't know David how. Blaine. Uh, this David. is a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that YouTube video? That guy was like, I'm David Blaine. And he just looks at the camera. Oh, yeah. And like, the guy's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's, but that's inaccurate because David Blaine literally does not move. He's just, <laughs> he's like soulless. Oh, man. Oh, what about Kick-Ass? Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey's in Kick-Ass. Oh, shit. Okay. But that's, that's not his movie. Uh, the, we gotta, the Majestic. We gotta, we got to just... Oh, the majestic. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Almighty. Oh, Fuck. Bruce Almighty. Okay, all right. Let's go down the list here. Dumb and Dumber, it's got to be on the top five, right? Yeah, yeah. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, if we got to go with one of them, though. I'm going to go with the original. The original? Yeah, man. What nature calls is close, but okay. Is, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we got Dumb and Dumber. We got Ace Ventura. Does the mask make it? I'm sorry. Does not make it. Does not make it. I think no. it's on the outside looking in. It is. Liar, liar. Does it make it? Nope. Eternal Sunshine, it's on mine because I love that movie. And I just, I like the balance. It's on mine. I do what I want. I do what I want on my list. It's not on mine. Not on yours. Okay, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Fuck, man, that's a good one too, bro. That is a good one. Wait, what what do we have so far? We have Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. I like how we break down the important things here on Lemon City Live. Yes. Sports podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Sports Lemonade. (laughs) Um, There's The Grinch. Uh, Yes, man. Cable guy's on there. Me, Cable myself, guy. and Irene is Me, on there. Shit. Irene, okay, yeah. so that's already that's four. four. I'll take out my eternal sunshine and raise you shit. Um, actually, maybe my five is solid with it. Yeah. Well, what's left? Oh, incredible Burt Wonderstone. Uh, uh, okay. Um, never seen it. There's that uh, the fun with Dick and Jane. That's not on my top five. Not on yours. Okay. No. The Majestic. Oh, Batman Forever. Fuck. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't count that one because he's not. He is. He's not I the main. It. He's not the main I actor. It's it. not called the Joker. It's, it's not my called list. The, um, okay. It's not called the Edward E. Nigma. True. Truman movie. Show. Truman. He's not. Uh, it's not top five. Either. Man on the Moon. No. All right. So then I'm solid with mine. I got Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. What's missing? Bru- uh, oh shit, Bruce. Har- uh, okay. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> I keep. It's like I switch from one to. He was in something called Number Twenty Three. I never saw that one. Oh yeah, it's a really uh, weird one. I heard it was weird. It's about, what about numero- numerology and shit like that. What about Lemony Smicket's series of unfortunate oh, yeah. events? Um, I forgot that was him. Okay. All right. So okay, Ace Ventura one, and and what do I got here? <laughs> I Dumb forget. and Dumber. Okay, Ace Ventura one, Dumb and Dumber. Me, myself, and Irene. That's three. And Cable Guy, four. So my, my issue here is what do I have at five? Yeah. Okay. Do we have another Ace Ventura? 
Do we have yeah. Batman? Do we have Yes Man? Do we have Bruce Almighty? Liar Liar? Truman Show? The Mask? Oh, I can't, bro. I can't do this. Man. This is a hard top That's, five. Yeah, yeah. But we got, well, you know what? We, got, we, we got are the show four. of top five. No, we're the show of top five. We got to make a call here. I'm sacrificing my spotless mind, but we got to put in, is it Bruce Almighty or is it... Um, Bruce Almighty or Liar Liar? Or Liar Liar. Bruce Almighty? Yeah. Uh, Cindy says Bruce Almighty. All right, we'll we'll give it to Cindy. All we'll right. give her over the mask, over Truman Show. Okay, all right, there, there it is, guys. Put it so in. What are they? So, let, let, it's read Dumb and read Dumber. Uh huh. Ace Ventura. Yep. Cable Guy. Yep. Me, myself, and Irene. Yep. And Bruce Almighty. There, there it go. is. Your definitive Jim Carrey top, top five, five movies of all time. Hashtag top five. Hashtag top five. Thank you for your help, Cindy. Man, what a great show we have for you today. <laughs> finally. <laughs> we're finally starting the show 20 we're minutes in. 20? Are we only 20 minutes in? No, nah, we're a little more. Okay. <laughs> 25 minutes in. All right. Um, anyway, yeah, that's what's cooking. It is Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Yep. Cindy's cooking chicken and collard greens. Collard greens. Not, um, really. not really. Not really. But on Pasta. today's show, we're going to... We're, Pasta we're gonna... rustic bolognese. Rustic bolognese? Yeah. Salt and pepper. Heavy D up in the limousine. <laughs> um, anyway, on today's show, we're going we're gonna to have TD on here in a little bit, but we're going to talk about NFL. Yep. And there was some big stuff that happened last night, but I want to talk about what happened on Sunday. What happened on Sunday? Uh, dolphins, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, okay. <laughs> I want to forecast. All right, so we're, we're at 3 and, what's our record? 3 and 12, something like that. All right. We're going into week 16. Yeah, we got two yeah. games left. We've won three. We're playing against the Bungles tonight, yep. uh, Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. And here at home, last home game of the season, we got the Bengals. If we lose, then we'll be tied with the Bengals. Oh, no, Bengals have what? How many wins do the Bengals have? One. Okay. Let, me, let me pull this down. They've only beat the Jets. Okay. But we have an opportunity to move up. Right? That's the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Filibuster here. Let me pull this up because I'm, I'm trying to find this. So, well, what, the Bengals... What, what, uh-huh. Yeah, the Bengals, man, they're they're pretty shitty. Yeah, uh, they're pretty. You bad. know, they they I think they started the season with aspirations to win, and somehow they've only won one game. Yes. They what what happened to the Red Rifle? What well, he was hurt. He, he was hurt. Okay, for a while. he got hurt. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. I got the standings here. All right, so Dolphins are at three and eleven. Yes. All right, let's uh, look. Three eleven. It's a good band. Yeah. Let's look at the league standings here and. The reverse bottom five right now has the Dolphins at the number four pick. Okay? Okay. That's where we are right now. Um, although, no, actually, we're at, we should be at three because the Giants have the same record as us, but they beat us. The Redskins oh. have the same record as us, but they beat us. Yeah. So we should be at the number two pick right now. Huh. Is that a, maybe that's not updated. No, this is updated. Well, um, let's see. Maybe we have more division wins than they do because we beat the Jets. Could be. And may I don't think they have any division wins. What do the Giants beat? Us? Um, yeah. And? I don't know. They have, they have, what, two wins? Three wins? Let me see. Ba, 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 ba. 23 hours ago. 2020 draft order. Let's see. This should be the most updated one. That's kind of weird. If we if all three of us have three and eleven, and we've lost to the other two teams, I'm assuming we should be number two. But I think divisional wins carry more weight than head, head to, to head. head. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, they got us at three right now. Okay. So, okay. Um, if we lose to the Bengals, that's a good opportunity for us to maybe slide in. Now, the, the, okay, so basically, the Bengals pretty much got it down. I mean, we got to play the Bengals, and then we're going to lose against the Patriots in New England Week 17. I mean, yeah. but we're the Dolphins. The most Dolphins thing you can do is probably win in New England. You know, that's how we like to do yeah. it. Um, <laughs> do that every week, but... Anyway, uh, I don't know. I'm looking at what this uh, mock draft order is, and I kind of think right now a lot of the talk is Chase uh, Chase Young, man. If he's available to us, go for a pass rusher. Yeah. Best player available. We need a quarterback. We need some O-line, and we need a rusher. Yeah. Um, if Chase Young is not there, and obviously Joe Burrow has gone, do you – Try and draft a, a quarterback with that three or four pick, or do you try and maybe trade down a few spots and get somebody else and an extra pick? Like, what do you uh, what do you think? I feel like our hopes of getting yeah. Tua has been hurt. He got yeah. injured. Yeah, yeah. So I, don't, he's no I don't want Tua. Yeah. I don't want Tua this early in the draft. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen the other guys that are in the conversation as much, like uh, <laughs> like homeboy from Oregon. Factually unfactual here, baby. I haven't That's how seen we do him. It. Haven't seen him a lot. Uh, I've only seen like one Oregon Oregon game, and he was good. But yeah, a lot of people aren't know? sold on him. Yeah, but he's hyped. Yeah, he's hyped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying, man. <laughs> but that's, uh. that's mostly due to the fact that you know every Saturday I'm I'm at an FIU game, so I don't really watch a lot of other college football. I'm just watching FIU. It's called ESPN, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, FIU puts me in a tent, and there's no TVs in there. I guess so. You. But um, okay. Here's a here's an interesting thing. Um, I want to look at these are the teams that so far have clinched a spot in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, but I think well, just to interrupt you real quick, if if you don't have the opportunity to take the player that you really wanted, then you gotta go best available. You you, you don't settle for the second best player at the position that you wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go best available. That's true. Well, I mean, looking at this. Right now, I'm looking at these teams that are in. Okay, Baltimore Ravens, who's their quarterback? I'm going to name the team. You tell me the quarterback, right? Okay. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson. Where was he drafted? Uh, the last pick in the first round. All right, next up, Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Third round. Third round. New England Patriots. Tom Brady, sixth round. Sixth round. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, second end, round, right? Yeah, end of the first round. End of the first round. Yep. Okay. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. He was a second-round pick. Uh, 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I don't even know where he was picked, but he was Me a either. backup for uh, for New England first. Yeah. Kansas City. Mahomie. Mahomie. He was like 10th or 11th pick. And yeah. Buffalo Bills. Uh, oh, man. What's his name? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. he was a uh, first-round pick, but, uh, you know, mid-first round mm -hmm. from Wyoming. Yeah. You know? like he, is that, he, is that he, what, was, he was a risk guy, you know? Is Wyoming one of those uh, Div 2 schools that, no, 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 that no. plays? No, Div Division 1. It's just yeah? like oh, okay. Mountain West Conference or something. You know what game I was, I was watching the other day? Yeah. It, it was that uh, North Dakota State versus South oh, Dakota the, State. The Division 2 playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those boys. That's Carson all, Wentz. Yeah, that's Carson Wentz from. is from, what, is it North or South Dakota State? Uh, I think it was He's a Bison, North Dakota State. North Dakota yeah. State. But what I'm getting at is most of those guys you saw there, mm -hmm. none of them was a top three pick. Exactly. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So you, don't, you don't have to... 
uh, you don't have to like freak out and and just pick a guy if with if you don't re- if you don't really believe in yeah. him that much. Just, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's just crazy. Cause look, and, I, and I'm gonna rapid fire down the rest of this list. The Vikings, yeah. Kirk Cousins, he was a second or third round pick. Pittsburgh Steelers, they're Good. on their third string quarterback. Wait, wait, wait. But Big Kirk, Ben was late. Kirk Cousins wasn't even the first quarterback. He was taking, the second quarterback taken in, the, on, in, in his, his team. team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rams, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the number one pick. Yeah, he was the number one pick. He's the first number one pick that comes up here in this order. You know what I mean? All right. Tennessee Titans got Ryan Tannehill. Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott was, you know, uh, second or third round pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bears with Trubisky was a number two pick. Yeah. You know, so it's just telling you, the further lower we go on this list is where you start seeing some of these higher guys. But these the top teams right now, they're built around, you know, a, a different type of quarterback. So, I want to be in that consideration. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he was, I think, a 10th pick. Okay. Uh, Something like that. He was... um, Man, I like that guy, man. Yeah, I like him too, but man. It's uh, it's it's just crazy, bro. Let's see. And you know what? It's I want to. I'm curious to see how the Dolphins are gonna handle it. But yeah, I think there's some more pressing issues that I want to talk about, and I want to talk about it with TD. So mm-hmm. let's give him a call. Let's give let's Bernard a call and talk about his boy, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. We're joined by Tenard Davis. Oh, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, y'all, I heard y'all boys are hiring, so that's why uh, I'm calling to do an interview. Oh, oh man. Wow, we... you're, you're replying to our Indeed post. <laughs> yeah, that's, I saw it up here in Georgia, and I was like, let me try to get back to Miami and get a job. Yo, how's, how's the ATL right now, bro? How's it treating you? It's bipolar. Uh, the oh. weather is up and down. It was uh, 32 degrees two days ago, and it got all, got all the way to 67 degrees today. Nice. Now it's back to, I think, like 39 right now. Yeah. So. That's yeah. gross. It's yeah. like they, they doing too much up here in Georgia. I like, like the cold though, man. I like that. Nah. I wish it was cold over here, man. It's just hot. I, I I like it, but I don't like it when I gotta get in my car and it's like six eight uh, four a.m. in the morning. I gotta let the engine run. I gotta jump like you know how when it's it's cold. You like like hurry up, get in the car. Hurry up, get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. bro. I hate that, man. I just hate <laughs> it, man. But it's it makes it makes the Christmas. You know, atmosphere feel like legit because you got the cold weather. You see the smoke coming out your mouth. You see all the Christmas lights throughout the community. So that's yeah, true. it's a good, it's a good trade off. Yeah, that's that's true. nice. Yeah. I always do the smoke breath thing. I'm always like, oh, pretend I'm smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, you know? smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called so the Nate Dog effect. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. So TD man, <laughs> let's uh, let's ask him the hard questions first. Oh, for sure. The when f- did you become a personal trainer for the first time? We need to know. Yeah, and, and tell us uh, about Bernard. The, my, the first yeah. time I became a personal trainer was in 2000, the beginning of 2017. Okay. so and It was like March, like March of 2017. I'm going to assume that that was first and last time because you had a bad experience with Bernard. oh man honestly he wasn't my first experience you know (laughs) but uh yeah that that was uh that that guy was really bad yeah yo if you don't know what we're talking about you gotta head over to td's instagram account tenard.davis at tenard.davis on instagram and check out his latest story you got you're gonna have to share it again so the audience can see it, man. Because yeah, so we'll post it up on our, actually we'll post it up uh, on I, the I Limit this, City. You okay. know the second yeah. uh, identity to myself of a character <laughs> named Bernard. You know, obviously Bernard, <laughs> and he was basically the polar opposite opposite of what I am. You know, I'm fat, 
insecure, out of shape, <laughs> talk with noises. Like he didn't really speak. He was like, eh. you know, he, he was he was just a weird individual. But I was able to uh, meet him on a on a on a website that you know was trying to get people to get into fitness. And he came into my own little personal gym, and I uh, try to give him the first day experience of getting into shape. And it ended very, very, very horribly. You scared him away, bro. What was that? You scared him away. Cindy said that that, no, that was Edwin. Scare he scared himself away. <laughs> I owe you at the end there. The I owe you, yeah. What was that all about? Because he he didn't pay me. So, oh. <laughs> you know, he, he he needed to give me my money. But instead of him just giving it to me, he just like said, I owe you and just ran off. <laughs> I felt like the, when, to me that was the funniest part of the whole thing. But. That was great, man. When when did you make yeah. that? So I made that video in 2017, man. I, I never oh. posted it. Uh, me and my boy uh, Patrick, uh, uh, um, you know, good friends with him. You went to SCAD. I did a couple mm-hmm. films with him. I helped direct a couple films with him. And I said, hey, I want to do like a little, you know, funny sh- uh, short video of me. Per, you know, being a personal trainer with an awkward guy, and I wanted it to be two minutes. You know, <laughs> to be perfect, honest with you, dude. but it ended up being longer than two minutes. It was like a four-hour shoot, and it ended up <laughs> being like four minutes. And I didn't want it to be that long, but it ended up being that long because, like, just to try to get the the, the, the character development, like, to get people to understand who he was. Because I'll go do more Bernards with that same character. Oh, you got to bring him back. Ended up being, yeah. it ended up being another Bernard. I had to like switch him up. I got, you know, I did some other more Bernards, but he was more conversational. He was more like a nerd than anything. But the point is, I, I like shot it. in 2017. It took four hours. It became, it was like a four minute uh, video. <laughs> but the the funniest part is the last hour. I mean, the last minute. And I felt like, you know, let me post that and, you know, bring some laughs <laughs> on social media. I like it, dude. I loved it. You got to, next time we do a live show, you, you got to dress up as Bernard, though. Like, oh, I want to yeah. see, I want to meet Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't take like, hey man, I'm telling you right now. When I saw that last part, I don't know how many times I laughed at myself, bro. <laughs> like it's it's like you. I don't know if you ever did something that you and you laughed at yourself. Oh, bro, all the time. And, <laughs> yeah. But when I saw it, when it was all in final production. Uh, like I literally laughed like like fucking on the ground, bro. Because I'm like shaking and I'm like telling myself like come back inside. I'm trying to keep a serious face. You know, telling my boy Greg to like come inside. He like looking at the he looking all like a little sad puppy through the other side of the uh, <laughs> glass. It was it was it was funny, man. I'm, I'm glad I was able to shoot that. That was good stuff, man. I so yeah, I, yeah. That, that's it. That was great, man. When we saw it, we all we saw it together uh, right before getting on the phone with you, just you know, so we can prep. And it was yeah, know, yeah. Last, bro. Last for days. You got to bring that guy back. When we do our Lemon City Olympics, you got to dress up as Bernard. Yeah, I'm posting it on our oh, IG right now. Yeah. Also, also with uh, shit stain behind him. You want that too? Oh, of course. <laughs> hey, Nutella, dog. Nutella can camouflage the shit all the time, bro. I was trying to find a way to make shit. You know, I, I didn't know how to do it. And Nutella, bro, is perfect. Good, good shit. Good shit, literally. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to it, buddy. Let's get to it. You, 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 I know you got some football hot takes. You, you've been seeing all that's going around. We haven't really, oh, uh, yes. we haven't really oh, talked yes. stuff. I'm but ready. I want to talk about what do you want to talk about first, Gus? And then let's decide because I kind of want to talk about What's last the, night. This Drew Brees. Whole, Drew Brees. You, yeah, man. 
You want to go with that? Let's go with it. Let's go with Drew Brees, bro. That's the obvious. That's the obvious thing because exactly. it's still hot. You know, yeah. still hot off the, the the plate right now, off the off the stove. So let's let's dive into the Drew Brees uh, surpassing the Almighty Peyton Manning. All right. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna get right to it, man. Do it. I don't got Drew Brees even in my top five, bro. Who You're is, pathetic, dog. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Who's in your top You're five? You're pathetic, dog. You are pathetic, uh, Edwin, bro. Like I just wanna. I wish I could just grab you through the phone, man. <laughs> bro, I how? Think, how I, don't you have him in your top five, bro? Okay, Tell me who your right top off the top five. of my, and this is strictly off emotion here. But thinking about it, I think I could give you five guys ahead of him. All right, go ahead. All right, I got Tom Brady one. Okay, that's okay. a solid. I still put I got Peyton up there in no particular order. Peyton's up in the top five. Mm-hmm. I got Brett Favre up there. Uh, I got Elway better to me was a okay. bigger star, bigger thing. I even got Dan Marino above him, and he broke all these Marino records. So that's five yeah. right there. Um, even in, I'm thinking of like, I'm pretty sure there's some other ones that I think. I, could, I mean, he's not like out of the top ten. I just don't think he's top five. I, I, I really feel he's such a quiet guy. Like his demeanor, he's so good at everything, and he's like the underdog guy. But I feel like he just, he didn't have that superstar lure that. You kind of like that what resonates you mean, with people. Bro? I don't know. It just the I, guy literally brought back a city after a natural disaster, all right, bro. All right, I get it. Yeah, he did that, but like, I but just, what else do you want him to do? He ah, won a Super Bowl. Like bro. He, he wants, like he, he wants, like I don't know what Edwin like. What, I want what, a little more mystique, like, a little more lore, like to be a a top five guy. Well, you don't have a guy who just literally just surpassed the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks to. Ever face uh, the National Football League? The so you guy got him like ahead of, of said, He just brought a city back from disaster. Okay, and he also won a Super Bowl ring. And he went from one team uh, breaking his labrum or his, uh, his shoulder in his uh, uh, in his right arm yeah. to to being written off, and to coming to New Orleans and just really changing that franchise. They were a joke. They, I didn't they, even they, mention Joe Montana. Come on. NFL. I didn't even mention Joe Montana. Like, it's just, it's nothing against Drew Brees. It's just crowded up there, man. This is but what uh, records, what my records five do Joe Montana is crowded right now, besides having five Super Bowl rings. He's got four records. Super Bowl rings, and he was undefeated in the Super Bowl, 4 0, mm-hmm. and he was okay. the best quarterback of the 80s. He was the, the, okay, the leader Joe, of the best uh, team. Drew Brees is undefeated in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, but one time. But he's undefeated. Yeah, but he lost in the in the NFC Championship game last we year. Not, no, we're not talking the about The Vikings not took him out NFC a couple years ago on a Hail Mary. Can't, like, go, just, can't go backwards, bro. Well, I'm just saying, this guy went to four. I got, I, I just I okay. can't put him ahead of any of those guys. Joe Montana went to four, but just remember what kind of team Joe Montana had, too. And don't say, oh, that doesn't count. Okay. Joe Montana had a lot of people on his team that was, like, legit. Well, Drew Brees has good guys, and he's putting up like forty points and, a game. You know, like he's got good players yeah, too, but, and he plays but, indoors. But thing, That's a big deal too. Joe Joe Montana had Bill Walsh as his quarter, as his uh, as his head coach, okay. who revolutionized good guy. the 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 offense when it comes to like scheme. So it wasn't just Joe Montana. You know, uh, uh, Sean Payton and Drew Brees came into their team together. Like they was their back. Yeah, they made each the other. Wall. I give it to so them. They, they built each other. Yeah. I think it goes the same with Bill Walsh and, and this guy, just like Belichick and Brady. You look, look, I'm looking at my top five guys here, okay? Just looking at my top five. And honestly, I have one, two, three. I have six guys. I don't even know who I'm going to kick out of my top five. And Drew Brees isn't in it, all right? But if I'm looking at my guys across the board here, yeah, Tom Brady, you got Bill Belichick. Peyton Manning mm-hmm. had Tony Dungy. You know, Joe Montana, Bill Walsh. Dan Marino, Don Shula. 
I know Brett Favre had uh, Mike Holmgren for for all those years. You know what I mean? And even John Elway had Mike Shanahan. So every every great quarterback has a great yeah, coach. So yeah. So I'm not gonna tell. You, I just think it's it's to me. I look at those six guys that I named there, and to me, all six of those guys, even and and you have everything there. You got a guy who's won a bunch of Super Bowls in in uh, Brady and mm-hmm. and Montana, and then you got a guy who never won a Super Bowl in Marino. I just think those guys were like. Just better quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's just a thing. I've never. But you also you put Favre ahead of him. I wouldn't put Favre ahead of. Ah, bro, Brett Drew Favre Brees. to me, yeah, bro, he was a beast, man. He was a beast, but I wouldn't put him ahead of Drew Brett Brees. Brett Favre was not a fuck like. Oh my god, yo. Like Brett Favre <laughs> was sloppy, man. He was sloppy. Okay. You, you know, Brett Favre, what we haven't Brett mentioned. Brett Favre was sloppy. His numbers are flux. His numbers were in flux. Uh, inflated because he had to throw a lot to compensate for his actions that. Messed up the game. Yeah, yeah they'll be down slinger. about three touchdowns, and he has yeah. to throw because he gave away two picks that cost them the game or cost them to be down. Like, like let's get away from the the aura of the old days. Let's get let's be let's be real right now, bro. Like Drew Brees has he, his numbers are video game like. Now the only thing that Drew Brees has that he played in a, a dome his the, the better part of his career, but that's not his fault. So, but when he played, when it when it was time to show up, he showed up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like he puts, yeah. he put like Reggie Bush put something uh, on social media today, showing like how Drew Brees is the prototypical professional. Mm-hmm. Like he, when the walkthrough was over, he's still inside the fucking stadium, yep. I mean, inside yeah. the, the, the practice facility, going over uh, simulations through the game, like yeah. doing invisible plays. Forty five like, minutes I, later. He, like Brett Favre, I know for sure didn't do that. I know Dan Marino damn sure didn't do that. I know, <laughs> like these guys were, they were, uh, they were just, they were just so good at the time, and the game was so slow that they were able to just be better than people back then. But yeah. I put Brett Favre now. I put Dan Marino now. Those guys would get. They won't even like. Don't even know. Dan Marino was a great quarterback, but he could never win a Super Bowl. Hey, like you can't be you can't yeah. be great and not win a Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on. Yes, you can. First of all, and no, you can't. No, yes, you can. No, no, yes. no. Because Look, they, listen, they hold did on. the same thing with Peyton Manning. No, Pey- here's if the Peyton Manning never won a Super Bowl, he, they would say he was just like Dan Marino. Look, I hate Dan Marino. That's that, <laughs> and this is well documented. I, I, okay, I don't hate Dan Marino. I like Dan Marino, but I hate how people here in Miami obsess about him. Just like I hate how they obsess about the '72 Dolphins. Yeah. But I've always said if Dan Marino played in his prime. In our era now, he would obliterate every record that's out there, bro. The sure. guy was a machine. He did. He did what he did in a in an era where defenses were allowed to beat the shit out of other yeah. guys. Like you didn't have now quarterback you know, protection. The, 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 the you didn't D, have DBs were horrible back then, bro. No, bro. DBs the, were horrible. Like, I'm not, like listen, no, man. We have better athletes now. When it comes to the skill position, like quarterback, safety, and and linebacker, they're better now than they what they were back then. That, the that short might be true. Were bigger, they were stiffer. They were all they care about was like downhill hitting. That's, that's they couldn't cover. Okay, that's I'll give you that. But you know what you didn't have back then was all these protections for quarterbacks. Man, quarterbacks were get rocked. There was a the like now a quarterback has all these all, like the, the 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 rules are in play now to benefit the quarterback. When back in the day, it was the other way around. So to me, you I put think the same, you put the same rules now that were back then with the same secondary that is now. Dan Marino would not be putting numbers like that, bro. I don't know, bro. There's a I'm, lot of I'm bad players in the NFL you, man, now, too. You're right. Like there the was the NFL then. is protecting the quarterback now because yesterday a play happened. I don't know who. It was Sunday. Uh, it was a play against. I don't know who it was, but the dude made a good tackle. It was with the Falcons. The Falcons and 
Um, I forgot who the Falcons played, but he, no, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. He made a good play on Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's, he went to his knees, and they called a flag on it, yeah. but it was a good play. But let me get to the point. Like, the, the skill position back then, man, like, I'm just, like, I love Deion Sanders. I love him. But all he did was grab and run. His technique was not fundamental like how it is now. Dion was just so good when he played back then that receivers didn't know how to get off the line. I'm just saying, like, the secondary position, the, the back end of the defense right now is way, 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 way better than it was back then, bro. All right. Like, it's, it's hands down. Guys are faster. Guys are stronger. Guys are jumping higher. I'll so give you that. Dan There's Marino, more athletes. Dan Marino now. right now plays in, he plays in the same offense that, you know, everybody else has. But we get the same, have the same defense. Like, you know, you can go hard, no, no protection to the quarterback. Right. Dan Marino throw like five picks, man. Like, not every game, but he, his interception oh. ratio will be big. But, uh, but if you're going to put Dan Marino in that scenario, you also got to put Drew Brees in that scenario. Yeah, I'll, put, you would get rocks. I'll put Drew Brees in that scenario. I'll put Drew Brees in the scenario where he gets. But you got to remember, Drew, Drew Brees, Brees could never compete scenario, in the 80s under uh, these. Like, recently, because the NFL rules have just recently changed when it came to protecting quarterback. Drew Brees played nah, in, in the rough era. The, like the, when guys were getting smashed. The ru- but not nah. the rougher area of the 80s and the early bruh, 90s, man. Nah, the rules changed yes, as soon as bruh. Tom Brady, yes, the tuck rule, bro. That's yeah. when the rules changed. Yeah, if you played in the 2000s, it's different, man. But but anyway, uh, well, we, can, we can debate that when you get back a little more. I definitely want to have a All top right, but five. Your top, so your top five, you got Drew Brees out. Okay. I got Drew Brees out. And, and, and it's tough because I'm looking at my top five and I actually have six. So I don't even know who I'm going to kick out. But I know that I have six in my top five and, mm. and, and it's not Drew Brees. I think you're crazy, bro. You I, got I Drew, Drew Brees in your top five? There, there's, yeah, yeah, man. Okay. There's, look, there's I, I, another I, thing. I got Jim. Top top. I even got be, Jim Kelly up there. I got Jim Kelly like, up there too. He's not out of my top five, bro. There's a there's another stat that we haven't uh, talked about uh, from last night's game. It's that he broke the record for highest completion percentage in a game. Yeah, twenty nine of thirty passes. Bro, he, he only there was only one incompletion from him, and it wasn't even his bro. fault. I think it was Latavius no, no, Murray no, no, dropped no, no. a pass. He threw a bad bro, pass. He bro. threw a bad pass on an easy screen pass. It was like an early on. Yeah. Did it touch, Drew, Drew did Brees it has, he has, he has like the height deferition. Like he, he's short. Yeah. He's not one of the tallest quarterbacks in the NFL. He's not one of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the fastest. The dude is just a magician, man. Yeah. Well, I'll give you. I'll tell you. Look, look. And I'm not hating on Drew Brees. I'm just saying it's very crowded at the top. And I think that there's just like for me. He hasn't defined himself the way I look at some of these other guys. Maybe that'll change over time. You know what I mean? My, my perceptions can change. But I'll give him props, man. The guy is the definition of chip on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The guy mm-hmm. in college, I, I, I remember reading that in, in going into college, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Texas, but no school wanted to give him a look down there, none of the big schools, because of his size. Yeah. So where does he go? Goes mm-hmm. to Purdue. Purdue. Goes up to Indiana. Uh-huh. Plays over there. Then in, uh, mm-hmm. remember he got drafted. Uh, Mike Vick was the first pick, yeah. first quarterback taken. He was drafted. Uh, I think the, no, no, it's first pick of the second round or last pick of the first round, somewhere around there. And oh, he was a second round pick. Drew second Reed. round, yeah, but like like first pick in the second round, something like that. Yeah, um, but he was second round. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Second and round. So he knew he chip on his shoulder again. He comes into the league, plays five seasons with the Chargers, and they said, you know what, we're gonna go with the the Dan Marino looking guy in uh, Philip Rivers, the bigger, stronger guy. Mm-hmm. And bro, I. Th- I think I read it right. I think he had 50-something touchdowns as a Charger. And after last night, it's what, like 400? Like how many touchdowns? 500-something? I don't remember. So whatever the new record is now that he's set. But he's thrown like 400 and I don't know how many touchdowns as a Saint. Like that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like that's insane. I get and I like I said, he's the definition of chip on your shoulder. He is the reason there's guys like uh like like um, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, um Mahomes. any of these all the other these other shorter guys, these more mobile guys, he's the reason that Baker Mayfield gets drafted number one overall is yeah. because you're trying to find another Drew Brees. You know? I give him all the props in the world. But what I what I want to talk to you about now is is this. I'm gonna read some names here, okay? T D and and um and uh, Gus, feel free to chime in when you figure out who these people are, why I'm reading this, okay? Okay. Dante Culpepper, Joey Harrington, Cleo Lemon, Trent Green, John Beck, Chad Pennington, mm-hmm. Chad Henney, Tyler Thigpen, Matt Moore, Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Matt Moore again, Jay Cutler. These are all... Brock Lobster, Josh Rosen, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. These are all quarterbacks the Dolphins have had since Drew Brees went to the Saints. Yes. Jesus, bro. How sad is it's that? Easy. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and so no, is next I get year. it. And and I've always said, and I've said, look, when it came th- back to it in two thousand and six, yeah. I said, hey, Culpepper is the obvious choice to yeah, me. Of course, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody told that way. Bad knee over bad shoulder. Exactly. But, like, man, fuck, does There's it no but, suck bro. to be right, no bro? But. Suck does. I mean, it sucks to be wrong, man. Like, yeah. Like it's. But just, the Dolphins always been wrong. Yeah, I know. Hey, that's you know, the most. Look, look, look what Ryan Tannehill is doing right now over Tennessee. Yeah. Garbage. Like, Garbage, I, like this is what this what annoys me about like Dolphin fans, bro. Because yeah. I want to just set their jerseys on fire. Ooh. Like, Ooh, like they, how no like they, they get so they they want something, they want something, they want something, they want something, and then they get it, and it doesn't work out to their favor, and they they start you know throwing a temper tantrum, and then like <laughs> when they see somebody else goes over there and prosper, or somebody else doing bad, oh that should have been us, you know why you didn't play good when you were here or. Like, bro, you gotta give people opportunity when you're shitting on guys, and 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 as a fan, you're 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 showing that you're flippy floppy as a as a supporter. You know, nobody wants to be in, on a, in an organization that even the fans doesn't want to don't want them there. Yeah. Like, if management don't want you, your fans don't want you. Like, okay, let me yeah. go somewhere else. And, and I know we're talking about Drew Brees, but you just made me talk about Tannehill. I've never thought Ryan Tannehill was a bad quarterback. I never thought he was. I just felt like he always got hurt yeah. and never got a fair square of a full season. And the year he did have a good full season, the Dolphins went to the playoffs and he got hurt. And then Matt Moore had to go in there and he looked like he just got through waking up uh, in uh, club uh, uh, <laughs> 11. Oh. So it's like, like, it's it, uh, like, Dante Culpepper was the best option. If Drew Brees would have came to our team, he probably wouldn't have been good anyway. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. this This is what happens. Like, people go to organizations, and it's like fate. Like, you go to this organization, you do well. Lamar Jackson, if he would have came to the Dolphins, he won't be as good as he is right now, bro. Yeah. They want they want to took the time to, to, to groom the offense around him. They would have made him learn their offense. And he would never became the quarterback that he was. He yeah, I think that's a valid point. So, I, think it's, I think it's different now that Brian Flores is here because I think he's doing a great job with the with the talent that he has on this team. Uh, yeah. So I think he would actually do a good job with with somebody like Lamar Jackson or, or you know, I th- like I was gonna say Ryan Tannehill. or Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I think I was gonna well, say he gave up on Tannehill. He, like, uh, he, well, I mean, he didn't give up on Tannehill. Well, Tannehill was already gone. I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, I, was, I was gonna say uh, all these guys that Edwin mentioned, um, they didn't do well here because we didn't have that culture here. You know what I mean? I think if if he would have brought a guy like Drew Brees, I don't think he would have been Drew Brees here in Miami. He would have. He probably still would have been a good quarterback. But he he wouldn't have had the success that he's had in in uh, in New Orleans. I just think it's crazy. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was I was listening to something on ESPN today, and I saw uh, it was on it was on the NBA, but it's it's relevant to all sports. 
you know, everybody like to use the, the, the term rebuilding year, rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding. You only can use that term for probably two to three years. After that, it's not rebuilding anymore. Yeah, you just because if each if if you got if you go past three years of rebuilding, it ain't the players. It's the management. They're not committing to people that can change the organization. Uh, 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 Parker, who right now is starting to blossom, you know, he's one of the guys I'm talking about. You got to give these players time. You have to. If injury is the reason why a person's not on the field, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person can't play. He's just getting a bad shape going from college to pro. Yeah. You know, Drew Brees, if Drew Brees would have came to the Dolphins with a bad shoulder, not knowing what kind of medical uh, team they would have put around him, he probably would not be the Drew Brees that he is now. You know, he went to Shane Andrews and, and, and got him right. You know, somebody would have told him to go to somebody in Miami and he would have got a cocktail surgery. And yeah. he would have been like, oh, shit, like I can't throw anymore. Kind of biogenesis. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, he would have probably went to biogenesis. You know, real talk. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it's it, – you made those you, – you, you mentioned those names – uh, Edwin and each 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 I think I think Chad Pennington was decent though he wasn't like he was the best he just had a real weak yeah. arm his arm was really weak but you know those guys the manager I think the organization didn't give it enough time to either just stick with one guy and just give him a good four years of commitment you know Josh Rosen you know God bless his heart because <laughs> he's to me he's like the Ryan Tannehill I feel like if he gives a fair shake with a full year with a team. He can blossom and be a great quarterback, but the Dolphins won't give him a chance. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, he's though. not gonna get a chance. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I think you were right on a lot of things here. I, I'll disagree with the fact that I think Ryan Tannehill had more than enough time. Maybe he didn't have the right management. That was beside. But I, th- I felt like he had. Like we were so. He was hurt. Evan. Oh, but he, he wasn't was hurt, hurt every bro. year. He, he had hurt. plenty of time. Like I don't know how much more we can wait for a guy to to, to blossom. And it's just he wasn't a figure. But, but what's the rush when you are already a third best team in the division? Yeah, what is I'm the just, rush? Just, you gotta see some promise. You gotta. I don't. I he mean, did I, give you promise. He gave you enough to put you in the playoffs the year that he got hurt. Nah, but he disagree. Like, he did. Right. No, he did. Yeah, but I don't think it's enough. You can't, you I don't think it's like, sustainable you, you to be have, a franchise quarterback. Too, Edwin, and that, I don't think that season. That season was the only season where they had a where they had a uh, steady offensive line. Yeah, I get it. But then it the, was the a following full season. season. You got a. You, he showed you a full season of quarterback. Practice. Okay, I get it. But it, then the following season, you know, the the, the things didn't go according to plan. He got and hurt. He, he got no, hurt. no, no. He was coming back from an injury. You're not, you're, you're not, you don't understand what I'm saying, Edwin. He got. If he if he's a healthy Ryan Tannehill like he is now, he's putting the Tennessee Titans in playoff contention. So you're thinking so that you're he's going to be the long term answer. You think he's is, a franchise is, quarterback is, is in Tennessee? Up and Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback than him. You think? Wait, you think Ryan Tannehill is the franchise quarterback for Tennessee? I bet. I bet they're not going to draft let me, let me a quarterback sure in the first I, round. Let me make sure I answer this correctly. If if uh, what's the head coach name over there? I forgot his name. I know he played with Vrabel. Isn't it Vrabel? I'm sorry, Cynthia. Yeah, if Mike Vrabel understands that he can't get another quarterback in the draft because if he does and that quarter and they have another zero and nine season or whatever season, like they have a like a horrible season, he's gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. So he has to commit. If he commits to Ryan Tannehill and they have a sit down and say, "Look, bro, we work together. If you win, I win. If you lose, we're both gone." So I'm gonna commit to you. I'm gonna give you everything you need as a quarterback. Help me keep a job over here in Tennessee. I guarantee you, Brian Tannehill can sweep that. That division is wide open. I'll give you that. The division yeah. is wide open. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. 
We'll see. What's your, like, okay, we didn't think like, – it's a lot of teams that bro. don't feel they, like their quarterback is a franchise quarterback. They, they already was pooping on – like, uh, uh, give me one second. Um, Chicago. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to bring it right now. Trubisky? Um, yeah, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky. Like, they was talking about he was washed up and he had a good game against whatever team that was. And like, oh, yeah, they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Him and, uh, come on, man. He's still in the second season. Bro. Yeah, you gotta give season. you gotta give your quarterback confidence. The yeah. reason Lamar Jackson is playing so amazingly because Harbaugh is really trusting his kid. Yeah, they build that they build that offense around him, and that's why he's succeeding. Right, they put him, him in a position that's to why succeed. He's succeeding. They yeah. plan to his strengths. Exactly. And Lamar Jackson, what Lamar Jackson has to do is be a better passer. They gave him one job to do: yeah. learn how to throw the ball accurate. We'll do everything else for you, bro. We'll make the offense mm-hmm. to your to your skill set. And well, we need to know. We need to know that you're gonna work on your throwing skills. And he improved upon that in the off season. You saw exactly. it. Exactly. You've seen it this exactly. season. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that what we're forgetting is that Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. You know, the he Dolphins is. haven't no, had sure. anything. I mean, we had Gase, and then who the fuck was before Gase? I already forgot. Philbin. Yeah. Just uh, see Nick Saban. Man, that's all we just want Nick Saban. Like we just <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. And Man Campbell. You know, we yeah. we didn't have the best uh, leadership here. But anyway. Exactly. All right. So Dolphins. We'll see what happens. Um, we got off track because we're talking about top five. Yeah, yeah. Well, top five. I mean, I gave you my top five quarterbacks. I don't think you guys have to give me yours, but you're you're telling me Drew Brees is in yours. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And yes, you got he's, Drew Brees he's five. in yours. I'm, okay. I'm telling you right now he's five. All right. He's in there. Do you got your other four, or do you have to think about that? No, I don't have to think. Tom Brady's number uh, one. Okay. Uh, Peyton Manning's number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Joe Montana. Okay. And number four, to me, is Big Ben. Wow. 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 That's uh that's an interesting list there. Yeah. So you got no Elway on there, no Marino, mm-hmm. no Brett Favre. You got Big Ben above those guys, really? Yes. I uh, yes. I like I, Big Ben is a grinder. Like see, big, I, big I love I love everything about Big Ben. See, I might I I'm not even a Steelers fan. I just like Big Ben. Yeah. I mean, I might like I might be one to say that I like uh Big Ben more than Breeze, but I don't have Big and Ben I, on my let me, top five. Let me five switch either. that. I'll put Big Ben at five, and I'll put Drew Breeze at four. Okay. All right. That's a interesting list. Big, no no Elway, no Jim Kelly, no Brett Favre, no Dan Marino. Jim Kelly, names, never won a, Jim Kelly never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, bro, Jim but Kelly, Jim Kelly was a beast, bro. He was a revolutionary, man. Dog, you're going to this K-Gun offense. 90s football skill set, bro. Bro, the K-Gun offense was Jim Kelly was a good quarterback, bro. What about Trey? He's not. He's not. He's not in the Mountain Rushmore quarterback. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Edwin literally just said Troy I know, yeah, he's a, he's a Miami guy. What about Troy Aikman? Where do you look at Troy Aikman in, no. in your list? No, Troy, no, 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 no. Troy Aikman no. had Deion Sanders. He had Troy Aikman had literally a created team around him. Man. You know, here's a crazy stat. You ready for this? This this season with two games still left in the season. You know, uh, Dak Prescott already has four thousand passing yards. Zeke yeah. has a thousand yards rushing, and Amari Cooper has a thousand yards receiving. Mm-hmm. You realize the Cowboys have never had that before. That's pretty crazy. That's, and they're that's, six that's and seven. And, they, and they're six, they're seven and seven. Or seven oh. and seven, whatever their record is. You know? Seven and seven. That's Damn. crazy, bro. And I was Damn. looking at this, man. A lot of people, like, I, I, I've been, I was listening to uh, Troy Aikman. He's been on, uh, he was on the Dan Patrick show this uh-huh. week, and I was listening to it. And he had some really cool stories and everything. But then I started thinking, bro, Troy Aikman gets a lot of love. Three-time Super Bowl champion. That's why. I and he was the leader, mm-hmm. you know, the face of the, of the, the triplets. He was yeah. the, the big dog in, uh, in in Dallas, and he's an icon. But you know, 
how many times he threw for more than 20 touchdowns in a season? Never. Once. <laughs> Once, yeah. One wow. time that he threw 20 touchdowns. I mean, now in a in, in a pass-happy league, fucking Ryan Tannehill has multiple seasons of 20 touchdowns. Yeah. You know? But it's crazy, bro. Um, That's why it's so hard to, to uh, compare these quarterbacks from different eras. You know what I mean? Because they, they, played, they played under different circumstances, under, under different rules. Um, you know, they were they were uh different uh ways of training and and preparing yourself and shit like that. So I think it's kind of impossible to really compare quarterbacks from from way separate eras like yeah. that. But so I thought that was pretty yeah, and, and, that, and and that's what I'm saying too because it's subjective because the era back then they're gonna their their top five is gonna be the five that we're we're talking about. Dan Reno, Troy Aikman, mm-hmm. you know, that's their top five. You know, I'm putting I'm putting Elway in I'm I'm putting Elway in there. I'm sorry, um, Joe Montana in there because he's undefeated as a a, a, a Super Bowl uh, winning quarterback. Yeah. And you know, the only reason obviously Tom Brady is number one because he has the most Super Bowl rings and he's the most consistent uh, quarterback and persistent quarterback to ever play the game. You know what other ever. you know what other quarterback that has won multiple multiple Super Bowls is undefeated in the Super Bowl? Eli Manning. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask you about <laughs> that, bro. What about Eli, man? And How about that? You Eli throw man, three interceptions and you get a standing Eli ovation. Slide in from uh, ten or eleven. He's not a. T- it's like nothing against Eli Manning. Yeah. Nothing against him. I I, I love everything about his game. He he, he stayed true to Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, but I can't I can't count on him. He's not a countable guy. Like I don't I don't. He doesn't have that that I'll I'll go into a a dark alley with him and I know I'll come out on top. It's like a 70, 70, 30 chance I'm going to be alive if I go in there with him. And 70, dying, 30 coming out. Is Eli a, so, a Hall of Famer? Is Eli what? A Hall of Famer? Oh, no, no doubt, man. I, so? That's not an argument yeah, right there. Like, that's no doubt. And I don't record, know why people even make well, that discussion. Well, I mean, I think the argument is can be made. I'm with you. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's like top 10 in pretty much every mm-hmm. uh, important passing category. But uh, his record is 500. I think he's like yeah. 117 and 117 or something like that. But, I mean, those two Super Bowls carry a lot of weight, bro. Especially against who they were. And right? the thing about it, MVP if, if you really both. want to solidify him to be a, a, a Hall of Famer, he beat a Patriots team that hands down what probably was the best NFL team to ever be assembled. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, the MVP. If that doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame, then it's nothing else this man can do. He got to literally go and touch God in the hand <laughs> and, and, and be uh, knighted. Yeah. Well, I'll g- I mean, I'll give you that. It's true. With Eli, it, it, and the thing is, some people can say, oh, well, you know, he wasn't, you know, some people like, okay, some people criticize, some people we know criticize Tom Brady's uh, Super Bowl victories by saying, oh, well, mm-hmm. Vinatieri kicked the field goals. What did, you know, Brady do? Yeah. You know, and they forget that he drove him down the field to set it up. And and with with Eli and his two Super Bowls, you you can't forget that he threw he escaped the pressure to throw oh, the yeah. pass to Tyree, which was mm-hmm. you know incredible. And then he threw the the touchdown pass to Plaxico Burris that ended up winning it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. with Mar and then in the other Super Bowl, he threw a dime to Mario Manningham, yeah. you know, to set up the winning uh the winning score again. So I mean, the guy is mm-hmm. he was directly responsible, and mm-hmm. he had the two best games of his life against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So yeah. I, it's easy to make the it's easy to to make the discussion on why Eli Manning should not be in the Hall of Fame, but it's it's a layup to say why he should be in the Hall of Fame. If that makes any sense, like it's yeah. I don't know what else a person needs to do outside. Like when the one Super Bowl, you'd be like, oh, okay, you know, it was a fluke, you know, whatever. But two, 
Bro, that's not yeah. a, you can't. You, lightning doesn't strike twice. You know, Joe Flacco. Let's use him as an example. Joe Flacco does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah, but you. the thing about it is, if he, if his name is in there enough, you know, by his sixth entry, he'll probably get in all based off the fact that of what he did with the Baltimore Ravens. Like, okay, he was a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, that squeeze him in there. He so had that one bat. great season with the Ravens where he capitalized in the playoffs, kind of like somebody else that I know, Aaron Rodgers, who had that one good season where he won the Super Bowl and he okay, was all right. high, but then he's, he's had never been able to do multiple good it. seasons, bro. Get out of here. Is he yeah. in your top five? Uh, like, he's got a no, Super Bowl? It he's sounds like Aaron Rodgers like kiss Sydney or something, bro. Like, I don't know what you're – like, you got to be real. You got to be a real sports crazy guy to think like Aaron Rodgers is not an quarterback. He doesn't need to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not, he's not even in my top ten. I don't got him in Man, my top I'm, ten. I like you. You about to make me quit, bro. I got him like a. I got him like <laughs> two notches below Joe Flacco right now. Uh, get out of here! Bro, man. Come on, man. You thought you being an idiot right now? He's talking like, shit, bro. Like it's 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 so Eli Manning, to me, is a first ballot. Depending who, depending on what that class is that year. If it's an easy class, of course he's going to get in. If it's like you know Drew Brees or somebody now with him, man, you know they only got to put three quarterbacks. It's him, Drew Brees, and 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 uh, uh, Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady and Drew Brees are going to go on first. And then Elon yeah. will have to wait another year. But if it's him and, like, some lame guys you never heard of, like, yeah. he's going to get in automatically. I, yeah, I think if, depending on the class, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's not a first ballot. I don't think, and I don't think that's a knock. I just think, you know. But what is it? How many fine. years after you retire? Like are you eligible? Five, I believe. Five? Who's retiring five. this year besides him? I don't know. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> but anyway, uh, TD, before we let you go, buddy, uh, I want to talk to you about something really important here. We're having a discussion. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Mm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, huh? Stumped him. Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, I think that's consensus, votes. bro. Two votes for Home Alone. Okay, yeah. but now, okay, let's break it down even further. Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Oh, oh. I li- I'm a two fan. Yeah, it's on I right think, now. I think the beat, the beating that the the sticky bandits took in part two was worse than the beatings that the wet bandits took in part one. Oh, what do you okay. think? The, the the funniest one was sticky one. They were funny. Yeah. Like when he stepped mm-hmm. on that needle, bro. Like I <laughs> swear to God, the wet, that's wet the hardest bandits. I ever laughed in my entire life as a kid. Bro. Yeah, that's I the like hardest. That. That. And I keep forgetting Joe Pesci was like Joe Pesci was the sticky guy. Like I, every time I, I keep forgetting that was him. I don't know why. I yeah, keep he's doing the Irishman. Joe Pesci. Yeah. But you know, because <laughs> I think about it now, it's like I'm, I don't. I think of him as a mob guy. Every time I see him, he's a mob guy. Well, that was before but he they, was a made man. Yeah, that was right. before that. Yeah, that was before that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like when I see him now, it's like you know, he's he, he's he's a mob guy. But the point is, Home Alone too, because New York gives you that that Christmas feel. Yeah. And you know, but one is because it was more like I can relate to like wanting to be home alone by myself and like yeah. being. The vigilante keeping the guys at my house. But there's more memorable moments in part one than in part two. Like, I agree 100. percent Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get. I think the, the bird b- lady. The bird lady was like the funniest part when the bird started attacking him and he like he was going crazy. <laughs> the skinny guy. Yeah. So his scream makes me laugh. Yes. Like, Daniel like, Stern is the every time best. I scream, I laugh so hard. Yeah. That's. I was gonna say though, in part one when he gets electrocuted and then you see him <laughs> like bones, you know, like that's just. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. It's so corny, but Daniel Stern is awesome, dude. Yeah, man. I think that um, I loved him in in obviously in in the Home Alone movies, mm-hmm. 
He was great in Rookie of the Year, remember? Rookie of the Year. Hot yeah. Ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selling yeah. the hot yeah. ice. Wasn't and he in City Slickers? And City Slickers yeah. 2. I'm okay, a big okay. City Slickers 2 fan, dude. I, I never saw them. City Slickers, bro. You I never, never saw, saw one movie of them. I got to watch that. Bro, that's, C- on my kid, that's on my bucket list. Yes, bro. City Slickers 1. I rem- I've seen it like a couple of times. But City Slickers 2 is like the one I always end up catching on TV. Yeah. And I freaking love it so much. It's such a good movie. And Daniel Stern is great in that one, too. With Billy Crystal, it's just yeah. fucking great. John Lovitz, I love it. I love it. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, TD, thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. We miss you. Uh, I miss y'all guys, too, man. Y'all guys, you know, I appreciate working with you guys all the time, man. And, you know, this year was a kind of a, a lame duck kind of year. Nonsense. But, you know, everything nah, I nah, did. Bro. It's a good year, you know, bro. It's a good year, man. The, the, the radio you know, for our podcast. So, yeah, bro, we got um, we got some big know, stuff coming up, guys. man. I want you guys to have a a blessed and happy and healthy holidays. Enjoy your family. Enjoy everybody in your circle. You know, Edwin. Only I'm I'm sending this directly towards you because you know your your brother situation. So you know, my prayers are towards you. And then, uh, Gus, you know, with your family, I appreciate you guys. You know, it's uh, Thanks, inviting man. to your house. You know, I just you know I I really do love and miss you guys. Appreciate, appreciate you, brother. brother. Cindy, you, man. Cindy sends her her love too, bro. She's over here with us. Tell tell mom I said hey, and I miss her too. <laughs> hey, Titty, let, before we let you go, bro, how about them Browns, man? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey Gus, like you was my favorite friend, bro. Like you just made me like literally not like you, man. <laughs> you know, hey, officially, like, I was trying to get out the whole year without y'all bringing that up, man. Hey, I be- just couldn't escape, bro. The, uh, be- with the loss this week, they officially end the decade without having a winning season. Oof. Only team in the NFL that has that distinction, and in the whole decade, they have the worst record out of any franchise. So. With Man, that, my friend, I leave you with your Browns. Congratulations, Baker Mayfield and all those guys. But thank you so much, Bernard. <laughs> ah, thank you guys for letting me on. Y'all guys have a good night, man. I'm Later, buddy. You, you too, bro. All right. That was a good time with our boy Tanad. <laughs> oh, this guy? This guy again? He's back. Guess who's back? Robledo. Robledo is back. No, no, no. I'm saying, look, I thought it was a good talk with, with, with TD. Too bad about his Browns, though. Oh, Browns. Browns No <laughs> more brown eye than Browns. Yeah, man. But um, but I think it's funny. He gave us uh, his top pick for movie, Home Alone. Home Alone. I like man. it. That was a solid one. That's a solid one. I'm, I'm, I'm Elf, bro. Elf. Elf is your number one? Yes. You're, sticking, you're going back to Elf now? Yeah. Flip-flopping? Yeah. Man, nobody's hitting me up a jingle all the way, bro. That's such a good movie. But anyway. Yeah, all right, Cindy. We get you. You're cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> She's culture, pop culture. Uh, by the way, that Billy Eichner thing was so good, bro. I don't know. Cindy wasn't a fan, but that shit made me laugh. Anyway, uh, let's switch up the sports here a little bit, all right? Okay. Let's speaking talk. of winter. Speaking of winter, winter meetings. Ah, Is that what you're going with? Yeah. <laughs> you see? That's my boy. He yeah, knows man. what's up. He knows what he's talking about. My man knows the baseball. That's you know right, what I'm man. saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just so <laughs> stupid. I can't, I can't take it serious. Um, anyway, all right. So we're gonna talk a little baseball today. It is the winter meetings. We got some hot stove stuff coming around. Yeah. And there has been uh, some moves. I like. I like that the Marlins are actually doing things and they're mentioned. Yeah, and and it's not that we're selling exactly. And you know, and it's not like we're buying the best, but yeah, yeah. you know, but we're not yeah. buying A or B. We're buying. D and C and hope that it could turn into A or B, but that's fine. That's better than selling A, which is exactly. what we've been doing for a few years. If you're buying D, yeah. if you're buying D, I'm selling. 
<laughs> but uh, but anyway, there's been a lot of movement in baseball, right? There's been a lot of uh, wheeling and dealing since these winter meetings took on. It's been yeah, it's been a very active uh, baseball offseason. Yeah, we got big free contracts. agency. Yeah, Think man. about it. Strasburg signed for like t- you know two hundred something million, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to go back to DC. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Rendon goes from the Nationals. Now he's an Angel. Yeah. That's interesting, man. Is in the Angels got a lot of players, but they don't have any pitching, man. Yeah. You got Mike Trout, best player in baseball, right? At least now you gave him, you know, a secondary guy there in Rendon who can yeah. ball it up. Mm-hmm. You got Shohei Otani, your boy. That's right. He can, he can is, hit. He can What's his nickname? Isn't, huh? his, isn't his Japanese Babe Ruth or Korean Babe Ruth? Or I don't know. I, don't, I forget where he's from. I'm I don't want to. I don't know, but I, if I say something, it'll probably sound racist. But I think that's. I think it was. Isn't he half Japanese, half Korean? Bro, it's a slippery slope. I don't want to slide down, bro. I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's, 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 <laughs> there's a bunch of Hispanic. We have, we have there's, Google. There's a I bunch just, of Hispanic guys in the league it. that I don't know where they're from. Yeah. It happens. Okay, how do you spell Shohei? Show. Just, just put Otani, hey. bro. Just Otani. Oh, I got it, dude. Oh, nice. Wait. Nickname Showtime is a Japanese professional baseball pitcher slash okay. designated hitter. Shohei Otani. So anyway, but so Shohei, Showtime really? That's yeah, that's boring. the best. Damn, his Wikipedia picture is not the most flattering. It's him swinging and his helmet flying off. Nice. Um, he's only twenty five years old, bro. Unbelievable. Um, let's cool. look at his uh, MLB statistics. He's four and two as a starting pitcher with a three thirty one ERA, mm-hmm. and he's hit forty home runs. No way. He hit forty home runs already. Well, wow! He's been in the league for a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, so but he was you, injured for a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. So you got Shohei, who's a baller. You got Rendon. You got Trout. They got. They still have Pujols. You know, he's still out there. I mean, yeah. he's just name. He's like eighty-five years old. Yeah, you know, he's still man. Marlins did good not signing him, huh? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him so bad when tw- in two thousand twelve, man. Of course you did. Yeah, You're that guy. I'm that guy. And uh, but anyway, there's been some movement today. The the bum racist uh goes yeah. to the d bags. There you go. So you know he's gonna help Trump build that wall. <laughs> build that wall. Go over there, bro. You know in Arizona, he's gonna be very well received. Um, who else? Let me see here. Where uh, there's been some other little movements. Garrett Cole. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Oh, that's the biggest. And it's like what, like a billion dollars in in just a few players there. I mean, like yeah. three hundred and something, two hundred oh, yeah. something, another two hundred and something, three hundred. Yeah, man, that's a lot of well, fucking money, bro. Rendon got 300-plus also, didn't he? How much did he get? Fuck, I don't know. I think he got like two-something. I think he got close to that. So that just Gary Cole and Rendon are more than half a billion, just, the, yeah. just the two of them. Yeah, Strasburg, I forgot about him. And yeah, then there there's still go. there's still other deals to be made, you know, and uh, there's still going to be yeah. some uh, Dude, some stuff. Three, I got huh? Three-quarter of a billion dollars in just three guys. That's amazing. That's fucking nuts, bro. We're in the wrong industry, bro. We are. Let's go. Let's go to the batting cages. Let's do it. Let's get better. Let's get better at baseball. <laughs> let's go. Uh, uh, Miami Hurricanes is are building that new indoor batting cage. Yeah, bro. Cindy's laughing at us. Cindy's laughing at us. You know what? Let's not talk to Cindy. Let's talk to Daniel. Let's bring him on. Let's get it straight from the source. Our Marlins guy. Our Marlins guy's Marlins mm-hmm. guy who That's knows right. all about it. All about this. So let's talk a little baseball with our boy Daniel Alvarez. <laughs> All right, Lemonheads, join us now on the phone is Daniel Alvarez, director and writer for El Extra Base and host of the Spanish Swings and Missions podcast. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Lemonheads? Everything good? Yeah, good, bro. Glad <laughs> to have you back, man. See, see I get to, when, when you're on, I get to get my baseball geek on, you know, so I get to 
really dive into some baseball stuff because Gus, he, uh, you know, he doesn't really, uh, this is not his favorite uh, topic to talk about, but he knows what's up. He's got some stuff he wants to ask. Top five. Top five, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Daniel, thanks again for joining us, man. We're, we're going to get right to it, man. It's, uh, it's hot stove. The winter meetings, I think those are over, right? Yeah, that already passed. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're really best. Last and week. we actually, this is this is the one thing, man. Like basketball, their off season gets pretty lit, right? Yeah. You know, you get a lot of deals and stuff. But baseball, every year around this time, you start seeing it. You know, bam, this yeah. guy got traded. This guy's going here. This guy agrees to this contract. You know, and it's I just think, it's exciting. But I think it's been a while since baseball off season was like really crazy because last year was kind of boring. And nobody got signed until really late in the off season. I don't know, man. I mean, you got you had Stanton uh, a couple years ago. There's always something, man. If there's one year off, there's like three on. You know but what I mean? That was a trade. Yeah. Still, still. But anyway, but now to talk a little good baseball here and a guy who knows what's up. Like we said, this is this is our Marlins guy, Marlins guy, Daniel Alvarez. So, man, I want to get right into it, bro. Gus and I, we're obviously Marlins fans. We're big time here. But if I could have my one pick of my most realistic possibility of a free agent that could actually join the Marlins, it's Yasiel Puig. Now, I want you to tell me what percentage do you give it as the likelihood of that maybe happening? Well, um, right now, I think it's very, um, I mean, likely if we, if we have to give a percentage, I will have it maybe at thirty percent, thirty five percent, knowing oh. that there are a couple of free agents out there. Um, what I don't know, uh, guys, is if this is the best idea for the Marlins to have Yasiel pick on the team, uh, especially knowing what happened with him in LA, on and off the field. Uh, same agents in Cincinnati, same agents in Cleveland. Uh, we know the behavior of him um, in the clubhouse, outside of the clubhouse. Um, knowing that even though he has six years playing in the big leagues, he sometimes he behaves <laughs> like a child. Uh, we, we see we see it sometimes, and I don't know if this is the best best idea for the Marlins, knowing that he's going to be in Miami, where it's been reported that he had so many uh, problems in nightclubs and and everything. So maybe um, maybe it's going to happen. Um, the thing that I kind of like of this is that Don Mattingly knows him a lot. Yes. He was his first manager in, in LA. So maybe Don knows something about Yasiel, you know, to, to work on. So um, that's, you know, the, the intriguing part. You know, what, how, how's Mattingly feeling about this? I think that if the Marlins met with Puig uh, in, in the winter meetings in San Diego, it's because Donnie approves it because there's no way he's going to say, hey, uh, I don't like this guy yeah. and Marlins are still going to, um, go on and pursue him, right? Yep. Well, I'll tell you, the Caballo Loco, like the, he likes to be called, you know, the, the crazy <laughs> yeah, horse. Yeah, the wild horse. The wild horse or whatever, you know, he's, he's, he's right, bro. This is exactly what this team needs. Like, okay, from a marketing and, like, a, a publicity standpoint, he would be the kind of guy that would get people somewhat excited about going to the games, right? I mean, I, it, to me, that part seems like a no-brainer. All the stuff that you mentioned – is obviously things to take into consideration. But like you said, if, if Mattingly gave the okay for this, then I kind of got to trust Mattingly on this one a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm not, um, I'm not quite sure if, um, 
Yasil is the guy that people is going to go and, 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 and watch. Because I know that, you know, in, in Miami, there's a huge Cuban community, yep. um, Latin community in general, but especially the Cuban one. And I'm, I'm not quite sure if, if they're going to go to, to see Yasil because it is this simple. I mean, we know how, how difficult this, this market is, the, the Miami market, uh, you know, in, in, in sports. And we know that fans will go to the stadium if, if they're winning. Yeah. I, I don't think that they'll go just because they have a Cuban player. Uh, I'm going to say this about Jose Fernandez, for example. What, what happened in, in, in 2016, I was, um, you know, I had two years living here in, in, in the U.S. And I remember going to every single start, start except from one start in, in that year, in 2016. And, you know, the uh, games during the week, they, they were not that, you know, there wasn't so many, weren't so many fans in, in the stands. So I, I'm not quite convinced that just because they sang Yasil, people's yeah. gonna go to the stadium. Especially because not every single Cuban like <laughs> like Yasil because of all that we mentioned before. Yeah. So maybe there's a there's a group that wants him here, uh, and and of course I completely understand that. But I'm not quite sure that he's gonna be a guy that's gonna, um, you know, give you. 15,000, 20,000 fans in the stands every single night. Yeah, I mean, when when we, when we Jose was around, I mean, yeah, he didn't, like, sell the stadium out, but compared to the other days when he wasn't pitching, it was a, it was a seismic shift in attendance, oh, you know? Yeah, so if yeah I, of course. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> they had more, more fans in the stands, but it's not that, that it was a sellout crowd. Oh, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Now, Daniel, let me ask you, okay, so if, if Puig is – is not an option here, or if he is an option, who else are there? Have you heard that the Marlins are looking at as a as a potential guy that maybe somebody like Gus over here might know, or are they looking at you know these these like fringe guys, obscure guys, you know, clubhouse guys? Like what 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 direction do you think the Marlins are looking at right now? Well, there's a there are a couple of uh, candidates that might fit very well for the Marlins. One of them is Corey Dickerson, who had a, an All Star season a couple of years ago. Uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays, he put great numbers with the Pirates, good numbers with the Phillies. He's a guy that can play all around the outfield. Uh, he can also do a good job as a leadoff hitter or hitting second or third or fourth in, in, in the lineup. Um, a speedy guy with a nice glove and, and uh, obviously a, a very, very nice bat. The only issue with him is that uh, he, he's had so many injuries during the past especially when he was in, in, in Colorado with the Rockies. Yeah. Um, he's a guy that I like very much. He's only um, 31 years old, so he's not that old. And I think he can do a great job uh, as an everyday left fielder for the Marlins, knowing that guys like Monte Harrison or in the future, I don't know, Blade or Cameron Meisner are going to yeah. uh, be ready you know, in, in, in the near-time future for, for the fish. So he's a, he's a good guy that I, I like. Uh, you know, very much, very much for the team. Cole Calhoun is, an, is another guy. He's okay. 33. He's, a, he's been a Gold Glove winner. He yeah, had more than Angels, 30 right? home runs last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had great, solid seasons with the Anaheim Angels. He has a great arm, great outfielder. Uh, one of the... I was talking to Adrisa Merdespani a couple of nights ago about uh, Calhoun, and he told me there's nothing... No, I mean, I, I've seen not too many players working as hard as Cole Calhoun does every single night. So I think that he might be a, a good fit for, for the Marlins, experienced guy, um, clubhouse leader. So those two, I'm, I'm the ones that I'm, I'm looking for uh, to see if they, if they go after them. And 
any of those two are, are the ones that could could end up uh, as a members of the Miami Martins. Okay. So you you mentioned uh, Dickerson, right? And yep. you mentioned his injuries. Is that do you think that's one of the reasons why he's bounced around from team to team? Like, if he's an all-star caliber player, why hasn't he been able to stick anywhere? Yeah, and especially when when he had that that all-star season, he wasn't as consistent as uh, the race thought he he might be. So uh, maybe that's the issue with him. But everything happens, you know, for for a reason. And <laughs> injuries are the the biggest reason why he he has been bouncing around, especially. When when he was in Colorado, I remember that um, the Rockies had so many outfielders with uh, Blackman and, and Carlos Gonzalez and um, Brandon Barnes, and I mean they had they had so so many guys playing in those positions that I mean Corey was the one sacrificed um, because they were like um, they they had so so many outfielders. Yeah, so they got rid of him and. That, that those things happen too. I mean, it's not 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 always because of the injuries or because how how are you performing. Um, everything has a different situation. Um, some teams, you know, they they do it based on potential, um, and they might say, you know, it is a better option to have Charlie Blackman than Corey Dickerson, and indeed it was like that. Yeah. But see now, as and I'm 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 trying to think like you know the three of us here even Gus we're, we're we're baseball guys we know these names we know this stuff but I'm I'm just looking at the fringe baseball guy you know the guy who the who if is listening to this and doesn't know too much about baseball they might be like who's Calhoun and Dickerson and this and that you know I just I'm wishing that the Marlins I really hope that they go after somebody just be in the conversation with somebody so that their name shows up somewhere that they're chasing one of these big names because. This is, you know, Gus says it. This is a Starfucker town, man, and I'm guilty of it. We we like to see these big names, and we like to see, you know, big na big stars come down here. So, I I I know what the Marlins are doing, and I know that that's the right thing. I just, you know, hopefully it's it's sexy enough for for new fans to come out and and check it out, you know, because I think that's where you really, you know, that's where the the, the line is. It, you're teetering, man. You don't want to go too much to one side and turn into the Tampa Bay Rays, which is which is great. They're they're productive, but nobody goes. Nobody goes to these games, and it's just a weird identity, you know. I don't I don't think the Marlins, I don't think that's what they want to do, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, uh, I was, um, you know, looking at the free agent list. You have guys like Marcelo Zuna, uh, you know, he's pretty well known here in Miami. Of course, yeah, yeah two All Star seasons and Silver Slugger, Gold Glove winner, uh, MVP type caliber season. The only thing that happened to Marcelo that year is that. There was a guy named John Carlos Stanton. You remember him, right? Yeah, I think I heard him. <laughs> that, that was, uh, you know, pretty hard for for Marcel. But um, the thing is that the Marlins right now, they they want, of course, they want to compete, and they went after Aguilar, VR, and of I like those that guys. I Gandhi, like those guys. You know, yeah. you know, most more runs for for next year. More runs means more wins. Yeah. Uh, but we all know that maybe this year, twenty twenty, might be. If not the last, I mean, it could be the last year of the rebuilding. Mm -hmm. You'll go for everything in 2021, you know, hoping to have guys like Sixto or Monty Harrison or Bledet, um, I don't know, yeah. already in your team. So I don't think the Marlins, they have to be uh, spending money right now. I feel you. They are, you know, not very, not, not very expensive. Um, Aguilar is gonna make like two million this year. 
Yeah. Uh, VR is gonna make like 10 million. Mm-hmm. So you had you have 12 million, and you were paying Martin Prado, for example, 15 million last year. Yeah. Uh, if you pick, if they pick, uh, you know, the starting caster option, they would have paid him 16 million. So wow. right now, is this this is not the moment to to go and spend everything. This is the moment to save money, but you know, spend it wisely in players like VR, like Aguilar, that mm-hmm. can make the job. But, but of course, you know that they're not going to be, uh, you know, the, the stars of your team, mm-hmm. and of course, you're not going to win a World Series with them. Yeah. Last year was very different. They had Walker and Curtis Granderson as, as you know, as veteran guys that were going to help your young players like uh, Brian Anderson or Harold Ramirez, or, or the, the rookies that they yeah. have uh, on the team. So I, I expect the Marlins to make moves like that one of BR, Aguilar. I was hoping for them to sign Avisel Garcia, but yeah. seeing that we signed for $10 million, that tells me that maybe the, the, the market for Wig or Dickerson, or Dickerson might be lower. Okay. Maybe 7 or $8 million for one year. I don't know if... They discussed that with with Avisail. Avisail, I know that he turned down a three-year deal with uh, with the Brewers. You know, with uh, <laughs> the the A, I mean, the, um, he was going to to make like eight million yeah. or seven million in three years. I said, you know what, I'm gonna go with twins with uh, ten million for two years. I'm gonna bet on myself, and and that's why he got the the two-year deal. But um, I think that's why he didn't sign here. And I think that if they sign guys like Dickerson or or Puig or Cole Calhoun is because they're going to make eight or, or nine million for one year. If they don't end up signing one of those guys, they will just go with guys like John Birdie or Harold Ramirez or maybe they give the, the opportunity to Monty Harrison. And, and that's why, I mean, if they do it, I'm going to be okay with it because they they need to play and they need to see big league pitching in order to, to be better. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I, I I do see that point. I'm just saying, like the the memory of Yelich and the fact that he recently yeah. won an MVP, the memory of Stanton and his MVP with uh, you know, with us, that's still fresh on a lot of people's minds, you know. So we we really got to start, you know, showing some return on those things. But anyway, uh, let me ask you. Let's go around here. Uh, there's obviously a hot stove, big deals. Yeah, uh, this Garrett Cole deal, man. You think that's just <laughs> just quickly, man? You think wow. that's a good deal for uh, for the Yanks, or is there? Because to me, I don't think there's any way you could ever live up to the hype of three hundred and something million dollars as a pitcher. The thing is that the, the Yankees they have all the money in the world to to do it. Yeah. And knowing that, they were they were not good in this decade. I mean, they didn't even go to one World Series this decade. So yeah. as, as, yeah. as the Yankees organization, you cannot allow that. That's to a big fail. One more year. I mean, you have to. Go for everything and get the biggest fish on the on, on the on the market, and go and sign Gary Cole. And and knowing that he was a Yankee fan as a as a kid, uh, we all saw the picture of him mm-hmm. in Chase Field at the 2001 World Series between the Diamondbacks and the Yankees, and him rooting for for New York. Yep. You have to go after those after those guys. And he that's he's exactly a player that they needed. Uh, Strasburg, of course, was going to sign with the with the Nationals, and he's two years older than than Cole, and with a all the history that he had with Tommy John, and you know the shoulder injuries and the back injuries, and Gary Cole has been healthy all during his career. So yeah. um, I think that's what they had to do. He was the most dominant pitcher in baseball last year. 
he dominated the Yankees twice <laughs> in, in 2019. So I think they made the right move. You think they, they made the right move? They didn't move? care about spending that money. So yeah. that, that, that was the right move, right move for them. I just think it's you're, as a pitcher, you're never going to live up to the hype of that much money. You know, look at uh, David Price, and his was a lot less compared to this. And, you know, I he's know. never going to live up to it. But with Garrett Coldo, man, I still remember him a few years ago when he was a pirate, and he was just, you know, <laughs> highly touted, but he wasn't anything special. I feel like if I had to pick one, I mean, I know Strasburg, it seemed like he was, you know, uh, like – uh, already signed to the fact that he was going to stay in Washington, so I don't know how much of a probability it was that he was ever going to leave. But to me, I think the guy who's worth more is Strasburg in this situation, man. Not just because he won, but I feel like I've seen him be more consistent for longer periods of time. You know what I mean? I feel like Derek Cole kind of just exploded thing, but, this year. But what happens now is that you pay the pitcher for what he's right now, not yeah. because of the consistency that he showed over the years. Because we know that Strasburg had much, had much better potential than Cole. When they were drafted, Strasburg in 20, 2009 and Cole in 2011, yeah. they were both um, first overall picks with the Pirates and, and, and the na Nationals, respectively. So, um, right now, I mean, you, you saw it. Um, Cole was more dominant than, than Strasburg, even though Strasburg won the World Series MVP. And then what he did on Game 6 was one of the most incredible performances ever by a pitcher in yep. the history of baseball. I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> and, you know, to be able to, to witness that in, in in person was, you know, amazing. Uh, now you're just but bragging. Now you're just bragging. We, 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 but we saw how dominant <laughs> Gary Cole was all yeah. season long. And the um, how, how much he, I mean, he got better from going to Pittsburgh to, to the Astros. Um, I mean, it was 180 degrees, you know, turn yeah. and and now the Yankees are going in a, in a good direction you know pitching wise with the way they're they're handling um they're pitching in the minors and the big league yeah. uh, team as well so I think that's going to help Gary Cole a lot uh he's coming from a very analytical analytical you know two years in 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 Houston and now he's going to to a team that is working a lot more on analytics and of course the traditional pitching so uh, I think it's going to be very good for for them and right now you're I know that he's going to make 36 million even being you know 37 years old or 38 years old but you want to win now and that's why what you're paying for that's interesting man I have a actually I have a non-free agency question for you because I've been hearing a lot about um Rob Manfred wanting to uh cut minor league baseball in half or something like that can you tell me a little bit about that? Like, what's what would be the repercussions of something like that? Well, that would be that would be very hard because it's gonna mean that um, so many people is gonna be unemployed. Uh, we know that. I mean, what you have to know about this is that MLB and Rob Manfred he wants to have control of every single thing in baseball, uh, at least in the United States. But uh, it's gonna be a, a tough battle. Uh, that's going to continue for at least two more years, uh, 2020 and, of course, 2021, when they have to discuss the the new CBA yeah. uh, because the Players Association has to do something with it uh, because there are going to be so many guys, uh, you know, without without a job, and and, and that, that's not going to be good for baseball. Uh, we, we know what minor leagues represents for, for this sport, 
and of course it's a very complicated situation at at the same time i understand the control that mlb wants to have uh, with everything but maybe this is not the the, the right way so uh we, we have to wait because it's going to be a as i said before a tough battle uh in, between those two parts but of course we know how powerful mlb is right now so uh, i think they're not in a good position uh, as of right now and, and we have to to wait and see Oh, well, let's say one. Well, remember, remind everybody once again here. We're Dan, we're with Daniel Alvarez from El Extra Base, uh, talking a little baseball. And yeah, that's crazy. I really, honestly, I'm very uninformed when it comes to that. I only know very little, but I'm definitely going to look into it more because that just seems like way too big of a deal to just, you know, casually yeah. uh, talk about <laughs> it. But uh, but before I let you go here, I got a couple of questions for you, Daniel. I want just a couple quick little hitters here, real fast. Uh, all the moves that have happened, what do you think is the biggest, your favorite move of what's happened so far in free agency? Well, without any doubt, Gary Cole signing with the, with the Yankees. And, and why? Because I think that it's good for baseball. Even though, so, I mean, Gus just Yankees, rolled his eyes no, so hard right now. No, it's either black or white. If you, if you, I mean, if you like the Yankees, you really like the Yankees. And if you don't like them, you really hate them. Yeah, I hate so them. But, but at the same time, I think it's good for baseball, you know, to have the Yankees being good again. Uh, for the rivalry, for what they represent uh, for the game, because more people is going to be watching the game if the Yankees are good. So uh, I, that's that's my favorite move uh, so far this offseason, and especially because I like Gary Cole a lot as a pitcher and as a person as well. All right, awesome. Now, quickly here, um, give me a bold prediction. Tell me some crazy trade you think might happen before uh, the start of the next season. Anywhere, some, something crazy. Some crazy trade that might happen. I see the Boston Red Sox trading Mookie Betts to the Los Angeles Angels. Ooh. Angels? Whoa. To Los Angeles, oh, the Dodgers. Not oh, the Angels, the Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers, Ooh, the Dodgers. that's better Sorry, for me. I Dodgers. like that one. <laughs> for, the Dodgers, for who, though? Yeah. For what? Man. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about the Angels and Rendon, but no, no, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. <laughs> what do you think the uh, Red Sox will get in return? Uh, I think that they can have um, Verdugo, um, the outfielder, Mex- oh, yeah. Mexican outfielder. They also mm-hmm. can have Gavin Lux in return. Maybe a guy like Caber Reese or Corey Seager. And, of oh. course, the Dodgers eating a lot of that money. Wow, um, so it's a money dump, huh? I mean, I mean he's, he's not going to make too much because he's uh, he's going to be a free agent after 2020. Um, but, he, I mean, of course, they can go after Mookie and, and extend him. So, um, I think that, I, I mean, a bold prediction I'll go with that one. Oh, okay. Well, we'll nice. hold you to it. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up with you during the offseason here and check it out. I, I like, like it. that one. Yeah. Me too. Mookie is my favorite name in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I dig That's it. I dig it. Well, Daniel, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Actually, one last one. What's your favorite? It's it's Christmas season, and we're going to be talking about it on the show here. We've been talking about it. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie it's, yeah. has to be Home Alone. Home Alone, oh. solid, yeah. solid. We got that one on on the it, TV right it's here. It's on right now. It's on right now. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Christmas that's movie. That's a good I mean, one, no solid. Doubt. Solid, I like that. We're going to be doing a poll later, so we'll see how it ranks, but I think that's yeah. going to be up there. But, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us once again. That's Daniel Alvarez from El Extra Base, the Spanish voice of the Swings and Missions podcast. Thank you again, man. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, at Daniel Alvarez EE. That's Daniel Alvarez EE. Thank you, buddy. That's that's right. No, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you so much for, for having me and keep it up with, uh, with a great job. Ah, bro. Appreciate Thanks, man. it, man. Merry Talk Christmas. to you soon, buddy. Hey, shout out to Daniel Alvarez, bro. Yeah, bro. Good dude. Awesome source of information, man. Be mm-hmm. sure to follow him. Daniel Alvarez, EE on Twitter. And check him out at El Extra Base. Yes. Get your Spanish on, man. Get hey, his, man. And huh? You hadn't heard about that uh, 
that uh, Rob Manfred trying to fucking do Not away really with the minor league things. Yeah, huh? I really hadn't heard too much. It's just crazy, anything bro. Of it, man. Um, I gotta look into it before I can. It sounds yeah. like crazy and yeah, and I mean, ridiculous. That's why I asked him about it because that's that's insane. Like, yeah. completely uh, change around the fucking whole system, how it's built. Yeah, it's it's I like it again. I have no other than what you told me today. Yeah. That's all I know about it. So to me, it's like what the fuck. Yeah, like it's hard to believe that that's even. Like, a, he was a he was trying to do it. According to reports, he was kind of trying to do it on the down low, uh-huh. and some reporter found out about it and leaked the story, and he's apparently very pissed about that because obviously now everybody yeah. knows and they're gonna try to block it. And Holy shit. shit, yeah, man, that's a lot of people you'll be pissing off, man. Oh yeah, bro. Like like Daniel said, that's a lot of people that are gonna lose their jobs. Not just at, not just baseball players that play yeah. in the minor leagues. There's a bunch of people that work in those minor league stadiums and shit like that that yeah. will lose their jobs. Oh, this is you know, this shit, and I don't I don't understand what the gain is. Like that's the thing when you when you initially mm-hmm. tell me something like yeah. crazy, I can kind of see. Oh, okay, I see why this would benefit A or B. You know, yeah. Like I don't understand what they're trying to gain by eliminating half of minor league baseball. Like I don't know. It's just to me, it's just it's weird. Because not not all the minor league uh, systems are directly affiliated with major league baseball. Yeah, but it's like some the of majority those majority uh, of them. Yeah, there's a few independent yeah. leagues, but yeah, that's exactly. I don't think that's really hampering the product. And if I, they're independent, you can't really do anything to them because yeah. they're on their own entity. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, man, I forgot to ask this guy a very important question. What? Maduros o tostones, bro? Oh, let's do it, bro. Let's what do, do you it. got, okay. bro? First of all, you can't go wrong with any of them, but if gun to my head, uh-huh. I'm going Maduros. Okay. Yeah, no, I think to me it's a no-brainer. I'm yeah. a Maduros guy through and through, bro. Mm-hmm. Now, do you like like the Cuban Maduros? Uh-huh. Like the really burnt on the outside and then really soft, like the can you get a pollo tropical? Yeah. Or do you like uh, like the Colombian style that's a little more... Uh, no, it's a little more crisp hmm. on the side. I don't know. I guess it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. But either one is fine. I like them both. Bro, bro plantain yeah. is my favorite fruit. Yeah. 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 It's a solid one, too. That's my favorite fruit, bro. Plantains. Bro, you know Platanos, what? Lo- you can do so much with them, bro. They're so versatile. You know what? Uh, when you go to Puerto Pigal and you get the Maduros, uh-huh. you know what my favorite piece is? That one little burnt black piece that's oh, in yeah. the bottom of your little tray <laughs> that's just like that thing. Oh. Yep. yep. Oh, it's so good, bro. You know what I, I do love is that shit. I get I get the roll that comes with the food, uh-huh. and I make a little sandwich with chicken and and maduros. Oh yeah, Eat that's it. solid. You know, but here's the thing: our boy Pablo. I like sandwiches. Pablo <laughs> is bro lives and dies by the tostón. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is a tostón guy, bro. He is. Well, and, I actually uh, had this conversation with him a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah? we, were, we were having lunch. <laughs> I did. Yeah, because we we used to go to lunch. Uh, and whenever we went to Potro Vigal, we're like, yeah. he always goes tostón. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, dude, not even any love for Maduro. He's like, nah, parce, I like the tostones. And I'm like, damn, bro, <laughs> all right. But uh, he, I, I, me, yeah. tostones, not not crazy about it, bro. No, I love to- to- tostones, bro. Really? I love them, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll eat it. I'll have it. It's good, you know. But not crazy. I, there's a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff I'll go to before that. See, like. Tostones, the, what I like to do with them is you take a toston and you put fun queso frito on that shit mm-hmm. with some with some crema. Oh, oh so good. Oh, yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah. Not crazy about it, though, bro. But um, anyway, uh, Cindy, you uh, you said Maduros, right? Yeah, she's team she Maduros. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what about mm-hmm. tostones? Do they even rank on your list or you crazy about them? Tostones, mm-hmm. Cindy. Do you like tostones? She doesn't like Whack. tostones. Dry, bro. So what? Sometimes yeah, you, sometimes you need a little dry rub. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, let's uh, 
Let's wind it down here, bro. It's uh, late night with the boys with your lemon heads. Yeah. And, um, and and yeah, lemon heads. Lemon, your, your girl, Cindy the intern. Uh, it's been a good show, Gus. Yeah, man. A lot of fun today. Um, episode 178. 178. Got to thank our sponsors, Magic City Casino, Highlight. I want to thank Daniel for joining us. I want to thank TD for joining us. I want to thank you for making your 178th appearance in a row, Gus. Ah, you're welcome. You know, a uh, little tidbit note. Thanks to you, to Cindy, the intern as well, for joining us here. A um, little programming note of sorts. Next week, there will be no show. Christmas, we're on break. Yeah. So, sorry. We Unless are, we might do an emergency podcast. We we are we we will do something new in the next coming couple weeks. Yes. We're gonna do we're gonna debut something new yeah. before the end of the year. And we'll definitely be back on for at least one more episode before the end of the year. Talking depth, baby. Talking depth. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um so yeah, we got that going on. But other than that, as always, lemoncitylive.com. That's the place to go. Follow us, like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your boys, share with anyone, share with the people you like, you don't like. Um, hey man, something yeah. we forgot to do today, and you reminded me, and I actually completely forgot because I was at work. But uh, shout out to uh, Antrell Rose's birthday yesterday. Oh yeah, way we to f- plug that in at the and very we end. Forgot, <laughs> and we for- completely forgot. Sorry, Antrell Rose, bro. Shout out. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy! Uh, so yeah, shout out to him, and um, yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening, bro. Uh, Gus, any last words? Hey, thanks to you for driving the bus, bro. Driving the bus? Yeah, man. You thanked all of us. You didn't thank yourself. Oh, here you go, bro. Thank me. You're welcome, everybody. I say you're welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. It's been the (laughs) Lemon City Podcast, episode 178. Be sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends all about it. We'll be here next time and see you next year, baby. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.